And we are live and we are back. Let's go. I'm Corey. I'm Jordan. And it's the Corey Full Effect Podcast, and we are back. Like we never left. We are back like we never left. Episode 58. Episode 58. Like now, here, here's the thing. Now, shout, shout out to all the technology. I got the, the YouTube playing in the background to make sure we we can uh they can hear us. And I'm wondering why I'm hearing both of us again. It's so much damn technology out here nowadays. So just don't worry about that. Regardless, because <laughs> I'm, I'm like, why are you talking again? I thought I had an echo. Episode 58, like Jack Lambert. Jordan, please let us know if you know who Jack Lambert is. Oh, please. Ah, oh, Jordan, no. <laughs> see, you can't talk about it. You only know the NFL <laughs> stuff. You're going to be so mad when you see who it is. You're going to be so mad. Ah, uh, OK. OK. Yeah, Jack, yeah, yeah. Jack, yeah. Jack Lambert, greatest linebacker, yeah. He was the middle linebacker for the Steelers when they won four Super Bowls. So when they talk about gotcha. the best defense ever, he's the middle. <laughs> and that Steelers defense guy, I'm not going to ruin it because the next the next player as a tip off is for episode 59 is going to be another Pittsburgh Steelers 70s linebacker. Who you, I guess you're not going to know. If you didn't know Jack Lambert, you're probably not going to know him. Uh, but um, you got him, you got the other guy, you got Mean Joe Green, you got Mel Blunt. Yeah, you got a couple of Hall of Famers on that defense. So, yes, this is arguably the best defense ever or just, you know, for a period of time, history of sports is their middle linebacker. Uh, he was rookie That's of the year and defense player of the year. And on the 75th like all anniversary team. I wasn't alive yet. I mean, oh, you know, now, like, look at that. And see, <laughs> here, here we go. I'm doing what I can, but uh, I wasn't alive yet. You and you're like, from the 70s, like, you're like me when I cover for myself. Well, I, you know, you be like, you, you say you know this, but then you're like, okay, well, there's a reason I don't know it. You but, always say you didn't watch it. <laughs> I know all this type of stuff. Then it's something I don't know. Well, there's a reason I don't know that. As you say, you didn't watch ESPN and all that stuff growing up. So, right, that, that's your that's your caveat or your past. Be like, well, that's why I don't know this, but um. Yeah, it's a. I do feel bad though, you know. Linebacker, yeah, linebacker. I was like, you don't, I you don't. Yeah, also too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you yeah, know, yeah. He's a, but you know who Dick Buckus is, and he played after Dick Buckus. See, now you didn't take that whole L. No, 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 no. I only know I Dick Buckus and Ray Lewis. Listen, selective recognition. Look at this. Yeah, I was going to say, very selective. Oh, my goodness. Have you ever seen the highlights of, like, the you know the 70s or even the Steelers in the 70s? There's a linebacker with no teeth. That's Jack. If you've ever like, have a record of that, that's Jack Lambert. He ain't got no teeth. He has no teeth. Got it. <laughs> he didn't have no middle teeth. Um, but, all right. That's Jack Lambert. We're on episode. This is episode, I think, 96 in total with these and the Welcome Wednesdays. What episode is this? 58? Well, Wednesdays is probably like in the upper twenties. Yeah, yeah. So we 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 almost had our episode one hundred in total. We're not gonna do anything special for it. Don't don't worry about it. Um, so I'm just, just like <laughs> we have nothing. We have nothing prepared, and we wouldn't probably like not. <laughs> we're gonna have a fire episode. That's a, but other than that, yeah. we're not gonna have no uh, banners or uh, you know balloons and crap. Not, none of that. But so we appreciate the support all the way to hundred. <laughs> couple of those you know what i mean but that's, we, that's all i got for you we got the soundboard <laughs> we have the soundboard oh my goodness but all right next up oh, Jordan. Sound- oh. my bad my bad my bad no, you got, yeah, I was, yeah. we talk about health then well or fitness and finances and everything in between and we want to make sure you save more and say less and keep making better your best yes yes however 
this is for entertainment purposes only. Don't sue us, sue your mama. Any research you hear, research. You need to do your own research. Any information that you hear from the fitness side or the finance side, we are not liable for. You need to do your own research and speak with a professional. Don't worry about where the legal actual thing we're supposed to read is. It'll show up one day. And I promise you the day it shows up, it will be, you know, it'll show up continuously after that. But once <laughs> what we should do is go back and watch that episode where we actually read it. And then I, we just take the notes. But that makes too much sense. <laughs> or we can just pull up the email that we got, too. But that makes, literally, that, literally. that makes too much <laughs> Listen, just know, don't act up with us because we do got something that's legal in writing somewhere. Yeah, some, somewhere. In one, of, in one of these episodes. Yeah. All right. And I'll make sure we definitely say for any of these episodes, previous or, you know, pri previous or prior, same thing. Previous. <laughs> <laughs> previous or future. Previous, current, or future. Past, present, yeah. or future. All right. Yeah. This episode, the last episode, the one before that, the one after this. And also, I was going to say, as I talked about on Wolf Wednesday, that was going to be the last episode where y'all see me. I got the dual view. Brother Jordan has. Awesome been gracious and the camera is here i would show y'all the camera but i can't show y'all the camera but the old <laughs> camera is right here now not only not only do i have the internet on my computer i got internet on my phone so look y'all gonna come up here i can google twice now so At just make sure time. make sure if you access that live stream we ask you to pull up your mint just make sure you know you're all good to go but awesome. uh now nah, we wasn't awesome, awesome. yep. yep for our list our not even just our first time listeners for anybody listening please make sure you like share subscribe okay we need all all of that all of that like share subscribe put us in your group chat we want all the smoke share us with your friends okay we are available on all major podcasting platforms including what Corey? you know i'd be i'd be watching this up but all, apple, all po apple, apple podcast spotify google podcast uh amazon um anchor i don't know how recently on anchor youtube if you're not whatever you're listening to just watch that one Exactly. If you already listen to podcasts and we're typing Courtney Pull Effect, and I bet you we pop up. All right. Yes. If you don't, let us know and we'll see what we got to do to get there. All right. Yes. And we um, appreciate the YouTube views. They're continuously going up. So shout out to the engagement. Shout out to so y'all doing everything but leaving the comments to start leaving the comments. Okay. That's that's you know, the next step. That's the next. That's the next. <laughs> the, view, the views and the likes is going up <laughs> and all that <laughs> other different type of analytics. Now we need the, the comments to come with that. So what they're supposed to say if you guys you know we say something you know how do you feel about being on a budget leave a comment just leave the comment <laughs> watch the episode leave a comment That's yeah all leave, 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 leave right. the comment shout look. out to china china left the comment about me talking about ludicrous which i wanted to bring up you have any air cleanup no nah, not specifically no? Okay. But unless we're gonna talk about ludicrous yeah so you got me i guess i got the i got the air cleanup right yeah yeah <laughs> What's the respect on that man's name? Okay. okay. I can't recall. Did you say he was top 10 or top 25? No, we said he was top. We said he was top 10, I believe. Or no, we said we said he was top 20, if I remember correct. We were top asking, 20. Like, okay. I can't. Yeah, that's what I like, couldn't remember. I couldn't remember. We were talking about like, was. Uh, we couldn't name, we can't name 19 other rappers better than Ludacris. And I think that's where it came. That's where the, the disagreement came. Because you were like, he's definitely not top 10. And I was like, well, name. I mean, he did a lot. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I mean, he's, he's done a lot, but he hasn't done a lot. Does that make sense? It's kind of like yeah, one of those yeah. things where it's like, he's not, he's definitely not top five. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm -hmm. But like, he's definitely in the top 20 without question. Okay. You know what I mean? And that's, that's why I could remember if we had said he was top. If not my we, I mean, you had said it right and I gave pushback. I can't remember if you said he was top 10. As long as you didn't say he was top 10, he's definitely not top 10. But I'll give you top 20. I think I might have folded on top 20, top 25. I might have yeah, folded on that. Yeah. You were like, I could nah, he's you were like, he's not top 20. I was like, come on now. I was like, he might be top, he's probably he might be top 20. He might be top 20. Depending on you talk to you, 
I think I mentioned this before. The only rapper to win uh, what was it, the freestyle joint on the on the basement twice. <laughs> the only one. It's a. It was a. And we. I know that's not like an official judging, you know, platform, whatever, right? But the basement was, you know, for those who are, you know, in their thirties, you know, or, or approaching their thirties, y'all know what the basement is with big ticket, all right? Mm-hmm. And he was all the only <laughs> yeah. one. What was the? What was the? I forgot the official name of the competition, but the. the yeah, but the, put it like this. Did Wayne go on there twice? Because Wayne got Wayne, one. Wayne, Wayne got one on there. That's crazy. But, <laughs> Even even listening to so Tigger at one point had ranked, I think his top, I think top five freestyles of all time, and Wayne wasn't even one on that. Now he was fired. Mm-hmm. I think he was like three, but mm-hmm. I mean I don't know. He also had DMX as number one. So I don't. Yeah, we got to. That, and that's that's what I'm saying. Like you know, when you start like watching, you know, people in that industry. I know some people got DMS and they top 10. So I'm like, are you sure? Because I and it's like you rank DMS where you want to, but I know people that put DMS in their top ten. It's like, dang. Like that, and, gotta, like, and this now we gotta have staples on category of what, what you gotta have, and that, that's what I was gonna say. Get. I was gonna say, you know, so this, this is what happened with the NBA now. It's like you start running out of I don't know if people know, but after nine is 10, and after 10 is 11. And so you can't do you can't you can't name I think a lot of people get confused. I saw it with Steph Curry, Steph Curry top 10. It's like you can only name 10 people, and like all you have to do is before Curry, LeBron, KD, Kobe, all them show up. Who was the top 10 going into the year 2000? Like there's no Tim Duncan, there's no Shaq, there's no Kobe. There's, there's like none of them is on it. And like now right. that 20 years have gone by, some of them is now on the list. Like who you got kick somebody out, and then like we can't, you can't keep kicking people out because you know some people in short are like you know they can't be out the top 10. So then you run, then you run out of, then you run out of numbers. I think we just agreed that there's 20 people in the top 10 for NBA all time. All right, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's, it's 20. We got to put 20 people in the top 10. <laughs> and that, and, that, and that, that's why I call it the Hall of Fame and the Hall of Fame, where you start like the Jordan LeBron conversations made it seem like fine, you ain't got to say he's number one, cool. But then some people like barely got him in the top ten. I'm like, okay, now now you have now you're sure, sully, and it's like, wait a minute, yeah. now we gotta now you're trying to be like, and then some people don't even have uh, now you're talking about like positions, and we are gonna switch off y'all, we don't get to price fitness, but like you know, if you think Jordan, I mean, you think um. LeBron's better than Bird. Then my definition on your top ten, he got to be a, above Bird. If you know if you're doing a, if you're ranking them, right? But I got some people I seen this like they got LeBron behind Bird. I'm like, wait, LeBron not the best small forward all time. Now we really got to have a conversation. Yeah, that's I'm like, wait, yeah. look, and it's like and right? for me, they. I mean, you, you definitely got one two combo. You know what I'm saying? Like if 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 we talk about MJ and LeBron, right? If one is not one, then by definition they are two. Look, you're trying to say so you got to start counting at three for everybody else, which then only leaves you seven spots to rank several other people who are viciously awesome like you know what i mean right. <laughs> and that that's the logic behind if i'm can consideration for being the best ever then like i can't fall but so low behind one that I mean that just right. that's just because if you think i'm 10 out of you know i'm i'm 10th out of top 10 then you don't think i'm number one but if you think i might be number one and i'm like two or i'm three at worst because who, who the other person yeah. in this conversation you know and that's what that's what i'll be talking about with the logic we on the same wavelength with that but that's the, that's the logic I'll be like why don't nobody say that if we arguing about a jordan better than lebron lebron can't be an eight or nine on your list why are you arguing for first you you, yeah. just, you, well, you know so that's where i'll be like uh people be running out of stuff because now we got you know we got luca luca over here whooping people ass you know i know, I know people are saying you know but cooking. Luke, he Luke, cooking. Luke, Luke, so he started getting he, get, he started winning some rings mvp is gonna be an issue because steph steph showed up like look i shoot that better than everybody in here so yeah. and you can't say i can't score well it's not talking about defense but it's like steph the only unanimous mvp by the way he started got he got some stuff jordan on guy oh and it's yeah. like where do you start putting these people yeah yeah it's bad so all right that, that's that's okay. it this is not the this is not the sports podcast. My friend said we should start one of these, but <laughs> listen, we just we just yeah. have to have a, a, a section oh. for it. You know what I mean? We just sports talk. Like, wait, speaking of sports, 
Because two weeks ago was Super Bowl. Yeah. All right. What was your Super Bowl pick? You, you got you almost skated. You almost skated. You did. I almost forgot. I almost forgot. Oh, it's the next section. Let's Air cleanup. Air cleanup. Air cleanup. All right. All right. All right. Yes, I said that the Eagles were gonna win. Unfortunately, they got cooked. So it that was actually a good game. I was like, it, they didn't even get cooked. It was. It was. It was exactly what I wanted for a Super Bowl game. Um, you know, yeah. Mom's day. Besides that last call. That's what we yeah, talking yeah. about. Of yeah, the, the that was, was, was kind of like you you can't. So okay, my, my whole issue with that type of stuff, right? You can't let people play, you know, 95% of the game, literally, you know, 3.99. Yeah, <laughs> the game over. They're, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, it was what within the last two minutes and not all these. Yeah, it was two minute warning. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And not make these calls, right? These, you know, these calls weren't present all game, and then you get and it was, you know, a little, little cheeky hole. You know, I think I think it was within five yards. So I was like, I mean, okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and was it really going to make an impact? I, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I guess what I'm saying is I let them play. You know what I'm saying? You I, mean, I, don't, you, you, I don't want the ref to determine the output of the game, especially within the last two minutes of the biggest game of the year, literally for the, you know, for the season, right? Like Of all the sports. It's the biggest game out of all, out of all the sports that we play on earth. Besides yeah. the Coliseum, this is the biggest event. <laughs> Besides the Olympics, this is the biggest one. Because it's one of those things, like a call like that, literally, like, I mean, it's, you know, people were calling them, like, the game is over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any type of call like that within two minutes of the game, all you got to do is run a clock out. If they ain't got no time out, and people aren't aware, for people who don't know how clock management and good coaching works, you know what I mean? A call like that within two minutes of the game, the game is over, right? The, the opposing yeah. team doesn't have any, any time uh, timeouts. Mm-hmm. So even if they do, you pretty much got to run a clock out and just get a first down that the game is over. You know what I'm trying to say? So yeah. it makes it significantly easier for you to win at that mm-hmm. point. Um, right. And, you know, it's like, I, they've been playing good ball all game. Let them, let them play. You know, yeah. let the rest stay out of it. It was it's one of those things now with pass like pass interference, holding, and like what what a possession is. I don't know. Like I, now, I used you know I used to, I don't watch it as much anymore. But like I don't know what it is now. Like whatever they whatever they rule, I guess that you know because I like they, they it used to be pass interference. Like what is pass interference? Then they changed it and they they added in holding where holding means the ball has not been thrown yet. So right. by definition, a pass has not occurred, so it can't be pass interference. Like that's that's a very clear distinction. So it wasn't pass interference; it was holding hand, throwing the ball yet. But then it's yeah. like you know, said, like it within five yards. Like I don't know. Like I don't know what I, I, I don't know what so, the rule is. Like so they, I mean, they can look it up. But I I, yeah. I thought it was with I, so to my recollection, right? I thought it's you're allowed to make contact with the receiver within mm-hmm. five yards, even if it is, and most of the time, even if it is like a hold like that, they usually let it go. Let it go. You know what I mean? Right. As long as you're yeah. not holding them past. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, first of all, it's blatant and obvious. And it was, if it's not within, like, if it doesn't start within five yards and then extend past the five yards, right? Right. Usually mm-hmm. you're good to go. To me, looking at that play, I don't think he was going to make a difference anyway. Like, you know what I mean? I think right. it's the, what, what, then the ball almost ended up being uncatchable. Yeah, uh, that, but that that's the thing. Uncatchable only comes into play with pass interference. You can't remember holding means the ball hasn't been thrown yet, so it doesn't matter if it's uncatchable. And that that's that's one of the great things about that clear yeah. distinction. Uncatchable is only pass interference. The ball has right. not been thrown, and we call it holding, so there is no uncatchable because the ball you can't you I can't catch something that hasn't been thrown yet by definition, gotcha. right? And so that's where that language comes into play. But it's the uh, it's the Catholics versus convicts uh, situation. I know you probably you said you haven't watched ESPN, but when uh, Jimmy Johnson was in Miami, like when Michael. Urban and all that type of stuff. Right. That's when they were playing a lot of uh, uh, big games against Notre Dame, and that's when you hear the phrase when you're talking about don't leave the game in the ref's hands. That's what Jimmy Johnson has said. That. I don't know if he's the first person, but that's in that documentary, and he literally says, "Don't leave the game in the ref's hands." And guess what happened? They left the game in the ref's hands, and they lost the game. And so that's yeah. where that scenario comes into play. And that's why you say that don't leave the don't leave it up to the refs. Like you know, be that. That's how it is. And also too. 
because I did pick the Chiefs. And I'm also a Chargers fan, so it's, you know, it's bittersweet. But as a football player, if you don't, if you have the most turnovers in the game and you uh, have the least amount of rushing yards and you have the most penalties, you're not going to win. And that's what the Eagles did. Like Jalen Hurts played a great game outside of the one significantly large mistake he made. Yeah, he made. No, and I, I know, yeah. but no, I heard nobody talk about that. Did, did we miss the fact that he had a fumble? He fumbled and they recovered for yeah. a touchdown. That's yeah, a, yeah, that. Yeah. And that's I mean that's the difference, right? It was, it was only what, three, three. It was three. Was it three points? Two points? Two point three points? Three point what? difference. It was it was a three point difference for the final score. Yeah. Either yeah, way, yeah. Either yeah, 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 way, it was under yeah. six. Let's put it that way. So I mean, that's, yeah. like you said, that's that is the game. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, Eagles, he Eagles did play like trash, but you you can't – he turned it – and in a football game, if you don't win a turnover battle, you can't expect to win. If you don't win a turnover battle or the penalty battle, you can't expect to win. How we had right. the most turnovers and we had more penalties? That's a straight – that's football one on one. day one. We yeah. turn it over more than that, we're not going to win. And that's the part where it's like, yeah, we know it's about like, the penalty, but – It's on paper. I mean, you know, so it's not like it was like a huge upset, right? Like on paper, you yeah. you, you lost. You know what I'm yeah. So it's like it, it adds up. But yeah. I just don't like – you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't Yeah, like, I, don't, I, don't I don't like, like it either. Either. You know, nah. what I'm I don't like the ref decide it. Um, yeah, it's I, you know I, it's bad when you got to slow it down. Like we can't see it real time. Everybody's like, "What? What happened?" Yeah. And you got to slow it down, slow it yeah, down, find the angle. And it's like it's not the angle the ref had. This not the angle that the ref had to call the flag. My man was on the other side. Yeah, you know like, yeah. It's it's the inside like back angle, right? And the ref's over yeah. here, and you can see the penalty behind my back. It's like that's not the angle he had. <laughs> what are you throwing your flag uh, for, sir? Yeah, I, I think I in that that scenario, the, the transition. That's when like they should literally just have the league. And everybody's watching the game, by the way, Super Bowl. But that's when you should, whoever the head of of officiating is, they should just make the decision. We would all, we yeah. would not care in the Super Bowl under two minutes. Just make that call. If you if you just tell us what the actual call is, don't be like let the rest make the judgment call. We don't supersede them. No, make the right call. You the head official out of all the officials, right. and so we can move on with it, and then we can be mad the right way versus right. this one person. Because like I don't know if it would have made an impact on the game. Well, it, let me put it. They would have had the Eagles would have had more time. They had, could have had a chance to go down and yeah. tie it up at least. They they would have had significantly more time. Yeah, yeah. That was that was third down. That was third down. So they would have had to get the field goal. And also too, it wouldn't have been a chip shot. Gotcha. And he already missed I one. Gotcha. And he already, I think he already missed yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah so, so, I mean, I guess it could. As an Eagles fan, as an Eagles fan, they go. Somebody will come to the yeah. street right now. No, we definitely could have won that game. Yeah, yeah. So. percentage of impact is significantly increased when you start bringing up those factors. It's like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? They fumbled yeah. the bag. It's all good. It's, it's all good. good. I, I think it'll be a renewed sense of vigor for Jalen Hurts next season. I think he's going to come back with some, with some you know, he got to come back with like the Spurs. Yeah. Yeah, when the Spurs lost to the Heat, uh, that one time they come back and beat him. So they might, they might run it back because, you know, I'm picking next year again. I'm picking Patrick yeah. Holmes until he retires or a significant decrease in his gameplay. I got the yeah. Chiefs right now until, you know, he's up out of there or any relief, one of those two. They're already doing goat comparisons between him and uh Brady, I think, at 29. And his num- so I will say his numbers are crazy. They are crazy. I was looking like, oh, I didn't even, you know, because I, I I'll be honest, like I, you know, I'm in the sports and stuff, but I'm not tracking it as deep as that, right? So, you know, seeing the graphic in my face and like looking it up, I was like, oh, okay, this is actually that's actually true. My man got yeah. some, you, you got some numbers. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so put it like this: his his first year starting was his second year in the league. But it was his first year starting, and he won. He won MVP. And he threw fifty touchdowns, five thousand yards, yeah. <laughs> and he and he went to the conference championship game, and they lost to the Patriots. But when he left off the field, he had to leave. You know, he, they didn't get the ball back in overtime because of the rules. So, and then by the way, the next year he won Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Exactly. The, I'm. The, and then by the, the year after that, he went Super Bowl again and lost. But like, I'm just like, yeah, it's it's been uh his first five okay. years. 
Yeah, and that we talking about the debate. All right, like, are we gonna transition eventually? But we talking about the okay. debate as far as top ten. <laughs> twenty minutes in. All right, we got now, so, okay. This, we got some time. Twenty twenty two minutes. Twenty two minutes. minutes. And this yeah. is what I will be talking about. So this is what happened all our life. Tom Brady versus Peyton. Tom Brady versus Peyton. Patrick Mahomes wins the Super Bowl. And you know what you will see these people talking about who just argue Tom Brady versus Peyton for number one all, all time? They now say that Patrick Mahomes, if he would retire today, he'd be third best all time. Okay? Guess who's second, though? Joe Montana. I'm like, wait. If we it's Tom Brady versus Peyton the whole time versus one, how did Peyton just get to fourth? That's exactly what he's just talking about. And that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> and now I got it on because now, like, I know, like, you know, this is before, you know, it got real big and stuff, you know, everything. Now I got it on YouTube. I know y'all been arguing. I seen, was it, is it the Marcellus? It was Marcellus Wiley when after Peyton won the Super Bowl against the Panthers and beat Cam Newton. He said he was the best all time at that time. Yeah. Tom had four Super Bowls. Yeah. I, I can't yeah. do it. I can't do it. And this is why I don't like, I'd be like, it's not argument, but like, it's inconsistent. And I think yeah. you have to have the same consistency in all the sports. But I'm like, wait, Patrick, right now, they said if he retired, he'd be the third best quarterback ever. And I'm like, I have no issue with that. You know, you, you put him where you want to put him at. But wait a minute. How is Peyton not second in this list? And that's my case. I was like, Peyton's not better than Joe. And Tom's better than Joe. So by definition, you can't, as, as we just talked yeah. about, if LeBron is is arguing for one, he can't be eighth <laughs> on your list. How you argue? Like somebody is 3.5. That's what they want to say. <laughs> yeah. But, and also too, though, Dang, y'all demoted y'all demoted Peyton Manning that fast. Shout out to Patrick. What, what do yeah. Wayne say? Shout out to Gucci. Shout out yeah. to Patrick. You know how good you gotta be just to drop Peyton Manning to fourth? That's yeah. crazy. And they, they was just confidently saying he, th- he third all time. Third. Yeah. I mean, uh, he got his stats is crazy. No, I'm not. No. Yeah, that's just like the, le- the level of football that man playing right now. It's kind of ah, talent. Talent wise, we got 20 seconds left. But talent wise, I knew it was a problem because we all talk about like I think Aaron Rodgers is the best like ever, you know, from a talent standpoint, like the jump Dan Marino, John Elway. But when right. we saw Patrick in his first year, everybody was like, "This the best thing we've seen." It was like yeah. a Usain Bolt type of thing. It like, was. In track, it's it like was. this is the fastest person ever. It's like I think this is the best ever. I know he just yeah. started, but this. Yeah, it was almost like a bread. new a new bar. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it was just like a, ah, yeah. this is different. Like you know what I'm saying? We ain't seen no shit like yeah. this before. <laughs> yeah, the, the no look passes. That look, and it's yeah. like it's probably how they felt when sliced bread first came out. Remember, bread used to be the whole loaf. It wasn't. They was yeah. probably like, you sliced it. Side side, side arm passes consistently. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just like, yeah, that's it, that's yeah. it's nuts, bro. Like it's it's it's, it's not even the it's the stats, but it's also the level of um I want to say the player. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. The player, the, the razzle-dazzle, the pizzazz that comes with it, right? Like, it, yeah. my man's is over the top. You know what I mean? Like, hey, look, I'm a, I'm a Chargers fan. I got to see him two two times a year, probably for another close to 15 years. You know what I mean? Like, I'll just take the, you know, I'll take the 0-30. You know, they lead, the best they can do is, <laughs> is win about 15 games. It's a, he's a problem. And, I, you know, I hope he can stay healthy and things like that so we can see them. Because his number is going to be crazy with the extra game and the more passing. Yeah. If, he can, if he played close to what Tom played, Tom tried like 46. It's going to be like, yeah. he might get over 100. I mean, whatever. Yeah. We, we, we haven't been over, but. All right. Locked and loaded. Let's get it. We'll do, we'll do a sports episode another day. Football season's <laughs> over. All right. First. Oh, wait. My bad. Oh, yeah. On to the fitness section. Let's go. All right, y'all. First fitness question. What are workout modifications 
and how can you use them in different ways? So how can you use the workout modifications in different ways? I think I know what this is about to be. And I've been wanting you to talk about these. And I know there's a, if this is what I think it is, where, you know, you, you I, when we're training and you're making sure you're saying like the, the correct term for the type of exercise when it's not the normal one or unmodified version of that this is or no? Like modified push-ups? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. Might be a little bit of that. Might be a little bit. Yeah, of that. yeah. That's a, that. And another, the other thing is too, what you're talking about is how in not this one, but how in shape do you have to be to be a trainer? Because Jordan be talking, and all trainers do, but y'all be talking your ass off, <laughs> and y'all be working. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, there's no way. There's no way. Listen, but, all right. You just. So, I'll ask, okay, so you, do you want me to answer that? Or you, no, no, no. That, I want that to be like a like okay. drop it down as a question. I'll, I bet you, I'll try. I'll write it down now. But okay, first fitness question. What are workout modifications and how can you use them in different ways? Okay, good. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So let me touch on that first. So I'm gonna try to get in and out because I know we talk a lot about sports. Like, I ain't gonna rush yeah, it, I, 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 These are our episodes, but yeah, they show no, no, us no, no, an hour no, no, and a no. half. We don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So what are workout modifications? Workout modifications are the process of adjusting variables to increase or decrease the complexity of the workout, okay? Um, it's exactly what it sounds like. Um, so basically, in order to increase complexity or, or change, um, I guess, the level of impact of the workout, uh, there there are variables that can change of uh, in various ways. I was going to say just in, in – did I freeze? Hello? Okay, we good, we good, we good. My bad. There are levels that, <laughs> there are levels that, that, that change um, – the complexity of the workout, uh, whether it's in favor of, of gains or to decrease the impact that it has on your body. Ultimately, this will change how you perform uh, the movement um, and, and the overall effect that the exercise has. Um, you should modify a workout. When, what, what, answer this for me, Corey. When should you modify a workout? Since you, know, since you know a little bit about it. You should modify a workout when whatever you know whatever the unmodified version is either you can't you've never done it before that's for if you've never done it before you might want to try to modify version okay, um, okay, and then okay. if uh if it's a weight if it's a weight-based exercise you're doing dumbbells or something you can't you can't whatever the weight is you can't do the weight and you don't have like a lower weight you know say you got 25 pounds that's all you have then you might wow. do the modified version or you're tired or or you're you're just tired you can you can do it the normal way but you you, you physically you know you're gonna be at a I think we talked about this last one you might hurt yourself by gotcha. doing the normal way. Okay. Okay. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, I think you covered a lot of them. You got a lot. Okay. So you should modify workout when? When you're trying something new. That is the first one, right? So if you step up to the plate and you've never done this workout before, you should always try the modified version first. And we do that to make sure that we are capable of executing the workout as intended, right? Uh, which kind of leads us into the next reason on when you should try a modified workout. When you feel like the exercise is not working, the targeted muscle groups. So number one and number two kind of go together, right? So if you're trying something new for the first time, um, usually you're either taking some type of formal instruction from someone or watching a video or something, of, you know, otherwise, how else would you know how to do the workout? So you're, you're, you're watching somebody who's done it before or you're following some type of formal ABC, one, two, three steps on how to execute the workout, right? So if you've never done it, I always recommend trying the exercise in a modified form just to make sure that you are capable of doing what's asked of you. Right. So perfect example, if you've never squatted before. Right. I always start with the squat. Why do I start with the squat? Because it is a compound exercise that impacts the most um, different uh, various muscle groups on your body at the same time. Right. So I'm always going to use the squat as an example. If you've never squat using a barbell before, um, a back squat using a barbell before is different. It's a lot of um, pressure on your back. 
um, and form is key to make sure that you don't hurt yourself, right? So a lot of times what will, you know, us as trainers, what we'll recommend is for you to practice the form uh, either, you can either, well, I would start without the bar, right? So you're gonna practice form without the bar, then you gradually add the bar in there, and then you wanna get to the point where you're actually doing the bar with the with the intended weight uh, to start your reps, right? So first time you're doing your, your barbell squats, I'm gonna walk you through it. I'm gonna say, hey, you're gonna put your hands out, all right, you're gonna squeeze those lats, make sure they're engaged, because what a lot of people don't know is you do want your lats actually engaged to make sure that the bar is sitting and stays put when you're actually executing the exercise. You want your feet shoulder width apart, toes either straight forward or 10 and two, that actually depends on whether you have an inverted or uh, inverted or extroverted hip range of motion. So a lot of people don't know that that's one of the modifications that happens as well. Me personally, my hips are, are inverted. So I actually point my toes at 10 and two when I do my squat as opposed to straight forward. It allows me to maximize my depth and range of motion, okay? So things I figured out without the bar, right? Because <laughs> you'll realize, you know what I mean? The, uh, these these little small things about how your body moves based on your body type, your uh, physical composition, your genetics, right? Um, limit what you can and cannot do, but you need to figure that out before you start adding additional weight on top of that, right? So uh, walking back through the exercise, so toes at 10 and two, feet shoulder width apart, gonna squeeze my lats to make sure they're engaged. I usually pace my breathing to be on par with uh, my body uh, going up and down. Right, so I'll take two deep breaths. On the third deep breath, I will actually hold, create to uh, work on my diaphragmic breathing. Um, so what a lot of people don't know is the key to actually having really good uh, squat form is to make sure that you inhale and hold your breath uh, to basically have uh, what we call uh, basically like pressure in your stomach. Um, what, what people don't realize is the belt that a lot of, you see a lot of people wear, that's actually made to, to do that for you, right? So a lot of people wear the belt, they tighten it up, and what it does is it creates that diaphragmic pressure in your in your stomach uh, to basically keep your back from curving, you know what I mean, to, 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 to engage your core muscles and make sure that you are um, staying upright when, when squatting, right? So what you can do is you can actually practice the diaphragmic breathing on your own and try to create that, that muscle um that muscle tension on your own without using the belt. So I've been trying to do that more and more lately to increase the amount of weight that I can do without a belt. That way, when I get to the point where I've reached, okay, my diaphragmic breathing can't hold 400 pounds on my back, then I throw the belt on to increase my core stabilization to allow me to do the motion, all right? So saying all that to say, modifications are key to kind of get you acclimated with the exercise. So if you've never done it before, you wanna make sure that you modify, do the, uh, do the exercise without without the weight, just to make sure that you are capable of, of doing the full range of motion and doing what's intended and hitting the target muscle groups, right? So we kind of talked about uh, three reasons right there when you should modify a workout. When you're trying something new, when you feel the exercise isn't working with target muscle groups, or when you, um, as Corey mentioned before, when you're feeling pain or discomfort, right? If you're, if you're doing the range of motion, the intended range of motion on the exercise, and you feel some type of pain, and this is without the weight, when you're already doing the modified version, you should continue to do just the modified version, right? <laughs> please, please, please. And I say this because people will do this all the time. You'd be surprised. I don't know why <laughs> common sense and gym logic sometimes don't, they don't, they don't mesh up, but <laughs> you'd be surprised how many times people will continue to add weight, even though they're already feeling pain, just, you know, doing the, 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 the range of motion or executing the range of motion of the exercise without the weight. If you, <laughs> sir and or ma'am, if you are, <laughs> if you're squatting, and you have the, the barbell on your back and there's no weight on it, right? And you already feel some, some pain in your, your abdominal area, in your lower back, in your, in your quads, in your knees, 
please, please, please do not add additional weight on there because you can cause some form of permanent injury or, you know, some something that you cannot bounce back from. Squats are not anything to play with if you do not have the right form or it's not hitting the target muscle groups or you just don't feel a level of comfortability that you can manage the weight. So that being said, if you feel any type of pain or discomfort, continue to do the modified version until you have mastered the movement, feel comfortable with the motion, and then you can proceed on as intended. All right. Um, and the last one, at least I, I think I touched on this um, a little bit already, but limited range of motion. If you are doing the exercise, right, and you don't, don't, you don't maximize the range of motion, you're the sole perfect, again, talking about the squat. If you're dropping your, your body, you should at least be able to get to 90 degrees. I feel like that's an ideal squat, right? Now you'll see some crazy stuff online. A lot of people are, you know, on social media and they'll, they'll demonstrate their squat and their butt is literally touching the ground. That's fine. If you can do that range of motion, awesome. Uh, applause, round of applause to you. That is not the, the I don't want to say the ideal, but that's not the the, the general consensus of the of, of the range of motion, right? Yeah, Most the minimum the, the minimum required uh, depth for a squat is not is not that. It's 90, it's 90 degrees. Exactly. Like the, the lowest you have to go is 90. 90 degrees exactly. meaning your your knees, your leg, and your legs, so your knee. Exactly. Yeah. I think we talked about this before. It's, it's not even just there's range of motion and then there's optimal range of motion, right? Optimal mm. range of motion, which is the one that actually has the most impact to the target and muscle groups, is 90 degrees, right? I would give I would give maybe maybe 80 if you just want to push your quad slightly more. You know what I mean? That 80 at the max, right? But you don't need to go past that. Anybody that's going past that is just doing it to you know to show. To, to maximize their personal range of motion and, you know, maybe, maybe just to work on, you know, their, their own depth. But as far as targeting the quads, the glutes, you know, which are, which are here to maximize 90 is it. Um, yeah. So one personal modification I've made in, in my own workout is a lot of people don't like to use, you know, people say seats are cheating. They are not. I use it. <laughs> so I, I don't use a bench because I feel like a bench is a little too high. Most of the time I can't get yeah. uh, to 90 degrees. And so for people who don't know, for our listeners, I am only five times. All right, a bench underneath me when I squat is, you know what I mean, is not 90 degrees, okay? So what I do, and I also do supersets. So I combo my barbell squat with a, uh, a goblet squat, a dumbbell goblet squat. So and what, what makes that easier is actually use the goblet squat dumbbell in a vertical position as my seat, right? So what that does is it's lower than the bench. It's usually right, right below my knees, you know what I mean? So it ensures that I get to 90 degrees, but it also allows me to isolate and I tap, so I don't actually sit on the dumbbell, but my butt taps that dumbbell. I do a small pause for a second, and then I work focus on, you know, exerting my energy to come back up, right? So mm -hmm. what a lot of people don't know as we get into these modifications, and I'm going to mention um, later, uh, when you're doing a modification, you're actually not only decreasing the intensity of the complex, or de de decreasing the complexity of the exercise, but sometimes you're increasing the complexity of the exercise. It just depends on which way you want to go. So a lot of people just think, oh, modifications are just to make the exercise less intense. That's not always true. Mm -hmm. You can you can modify and it gets it gets harder. As Corey will tell you, shout out to the Fit Fam. We do modifications all the time. Hey, this week, oh, I got some stuff, y'all. This week is about to get fun. But anyways, <laughs> I had to throw that in there. It's we tomorrow. It's tomorrow. Yeah. It's yes. Sunday. Yeah. It's oh, yeah. we got it's, it's barely 12 hours. It's uh, 17 hours away. No, 16. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? No, not... Let's put it this way. This joint drop, we'll be sweating. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, by the time, yeah, this time is gonna be out at 5 a.m. on the podcast platform. So you're gonna listen. We've I, already got worked out. <laughs> I got some stuff for us this week. We're gonna be cooking it up. But um saying I would say modifications go both ways, they're not just to reduce complexity. All right. So I was gonna say was, oh my bad. I was gonna say real quick, because you know me, about the 90 degrees. 
So remember when we brought up that protractor a couple episodes ago. So yeah. remember, a straight line is 180 degrees. So when you're standing straight, because I know some people talking about Jordan said 80 degrees. When what what when when is it 80 degrees? So 180 gotcha. degrees is a straight line. Okay, so ha- halfway, right? Isn't it halfway? Right. 180 is 90, and then there so eight, you'd be you'd be squatting a little bit more. To your knees we bent just a little bit more. Okay, I don't want you know. Yeah. I don't want to be disrespectful, but some people don't know, and what I Listen. see a lot. I be on the internet now, like the rest of y'all, and people just don't know stuff. And it's just, especially like, you know, math, physics, science, stuff like that. And I just be like, I just want to, you know, 180 degrees is a straight line. So when Jordan's talking about being 80 degrees, I mean, you're squatting just a little bit more. Okay. As if, you know, you're actually trying to like sit down in a seat that's getting closer to 80 degrees past the 90. Okay. So your yeah. knees should be bent more to go to the 80 degrees. And for people who don't know, it's, it's so 90 degrees is a right angle, right? So we're talking <laughs> about squares. It is a right angle. Okay. You should be square. All right. And rectangles. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm not. I'm right. gonna stop right there because geometry was not my was not my That's top it. tier math suit. It was not my top. Yeah. So when you start talking, look, look. I was gonna start getting into is it is it polygon? polygon? I, mean, I know, but I knew I was saying you gonna start. Don't do it. Don't do it. I was about to think about it because remember a, a, a square can also be a rhombus and a rectangle. I forget they start saying stuff. Nah, nah, don't. No, because a square no, by don't. definition we start getting proofs has that four equal sides and four right angles. That's that's a proof for a square. I remember that one. So a rhombus can't be a square. But a rhombus is a polygon because it has four sides, correct? Every, See, square, gonna... every square is a rectangle because it's a quadrilateral with all four angles, right angles. However, not every rectangle is a square. That's what I'm talking about. When they said that, yeah, I was lost. I was yeah, I was yeah, lost. Yeah. I, I, I thought the rectangle meant you know it's the two two the you know two sides are the same width, and a square means all the sides are the same width. But then you're telling yeah. me all the squares are rectangles. I'm like, wait. Shout out to Proofs. I hate it. So for the record, we are both STEM majors. I hated Proofs growing up. Okay. Geometry was not was not it. Yeah, geometry okay? was not, yeah. I'm glad that was just like a one-time class and you don't really like go deep like into you know geometry type stuff after that unless you do like you start getting like trig but trig is like it's its own course people don't take like you touch on trig something like pre-calc and calc but yeah i'm looking at it i'm looking at it so i'm like nah they, they told us they told me i can i don't know about you but in my class they told us Listen, that all the squares tri- was rectangles triangles been triangles my whole life bro like i don't need to describe and approve in a one two abc it was it equilateral obtuse and acute was that the three Acute is less. Hold on, let me see if I got acute is less than forty five. Obtuse is more than forty five, right? And then equilateral means all angles are the same, right? ABC is the same. Look, we gonna get it that anyways. I'm not. Like I said, you know me. I usually take a shot at the math. Geometry is not. I'm. I I concede. I know. Look, that's some of the issue with y'all. Y'all don't know when to fold them. Look, I went straight. I went straight to Google on if a square was a rectangle. I didn't try to act like I remember from eighth grade. I just went and Google it real quick. I'm not. Oh, I'm not do it. Yeah. Oh my goodness. But yeah, I, that was just the protractor stuff, so y'all understand what the 80 degrees is. So you're not doing like 110, right? You know, or 120 right. instead of doing 80. You know, you're, you're more in depth into your squat. Listen, if you can do 110, let me know. Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, you in there like? Oh no! All right, but oh my back. So no, I appreciate that, Corey. So because we, like you said, we don't ever want to assume that people know. So yeah. it's it's basically. Uh, chair length, right? So you're you're gonna you're gonna be sitting 90 degrees is basically sitting down. 80 is right below that, right? What that does is it allows you to contract your muscles and you're basically pushing them. So 90 is where expected is the expected squat range of motion, right? I, ideal for optimal, right? 80 pushes it slightly past that and honestly allows you to kind of push past your limits and break that threshold, right? Because I've, I've said it before, some people can go, you know. 
30, 40, right? That is that what's necessary? No. But what that does is it does allow you to kind of push back past your comfortability and know that you are capable of, you know, controlling this weight for an extended range of motion versus just optimal, right? Because there may be a time where you're, so we talk about practicality and actually using these exercises in real life. There may be a time where you actually are squatting, you know, or lifting something up and you got it on your back and you might be past, you know, chair length, right? You don't always start. Most of the time you start from the ground where you pick something up, right? I so, say you move in the couch, you're close to about 30 degrees. Your 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 um the back yeah. of your thigh, your hamstrings and your calves are touching. That's in that you getting close to zero degrees with that. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So, you know, uh, form, you know, it's, so saying all that to say, I'm never going to tell the people that are doing, you know, the, the ideal range of motion that, you know, beyond that beyond 80 degrees, right. That, that they're, that they're wrong. Cause you know, it, it has more real life application. You pick stuff up, like you said, it comes from the ground. When you're moving that couch, you're picking that bed up. That's, that's, that's what it is. Right. Um, and then you got to look, it starts actually starts off more like a deadlift. Cause you got to use, look, we ain't going to get into that. Then it turns into a squat once you get it up. Look, <laughs> anyways, um, but saying all that to say, yes, just be mindful of that. If any of those four things, again, trying if you're trying it for the first time, uh, you don't feel like the exercise is working on an intended muscle group, limited range of motion, or you feel pain, that's when you should run any type of modification, right? At least as far as a reduction goes. So when we start talking about intensity, uh, increasing intensity, Corey, what are some modifications that you can do to increase intensity? You can slow down okay. the okay. exercise. Obviously, you can increase weight. Um, and then you can also increase reps gotcha, and gotcha. you can't, what you can do, you can turn up the heat. I almost passed out. I think it was last <laughs> week. They had the heat on. I, I, I was, you know, you know, when you get, you when you get, it's too hot and you get sick and you get the bubble guts. That's what happened yeah. to me. It, I was so hot. And I was like, why do I have to poop right now? And I'm just, <laughs> I haven't, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm like, I'm just like, I'm like, oh, it's, I'm like, it's hot in here. I'd open up the window and everything, turn the fan on. I was dying. I was, I probably, you know, but, yeah. <laughs> but like, you know, I think it was a Monday one, but you know, I think it was, yeah, it was last, it was not, it was last Monday. So this, yeah, this week, yeah, a week ago, man, I was in that joker dying and it was leg day too. So the worst day, you know, upper body, yeah. a little bit better. I mean, we could do a combination now, but I, I was in, I was like, what's happening? Cause mind yeah. you, I mean, the weather's been tripping here in Maryland, but it was, it was cold. So I was wondering why I was hot. And I'm yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I hope I had opened up two windows and turn the fan on. My goodness, yeah. I was dying. But yeah, turn up the heat. That you know your your body temperature will increase. You know, buffer. Uh, but you know, yeah, yeah. Look, that's realistic. So I mean, it's, it's environmental factors. So we can start there, right? So environmental factors, right? That's that's definitely a way to. Uh, that's a modification that you can make. Uh, that's not where most people start, but I mean, it sometimes it just happens by default. So of course, situation is out of his control, right? He's using a gym. He, you know, I'm pretty sure they got the thermostat in there, but they got the lock on that joint. So you probably can't That's change it. It's locked. It's in a glass box. So you just, you stuck yeah. on, you know, you stuck yeah. on hell. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you just sweat, you know? I think it's easier to get the fire extinguisher out than change the AC. I mean, I'm just, <laughs> just keep it, you know what I mean? Like, just keep it in bed. <laughs> It really is, you know. Don't try to be locked up. You know, yeah. they do that. I think they do that. You know, because they, you know, they want everybody. Yeah, they regulate the temperature. Yeah. yeah. Um, but saying that to say, yeah. So those outside, those outside forces, those environmentals, it's a reason why running, you know, running in the desert is easier than running in, you know what I mean, on on a chill, a chill, you know, just not a chilly day, but a neutral day, right? Um, that that heat. So your so your body. So for people who don't know, get back to science and stuff. When you when you exercise, your body naturally produces heat because it's using energy to to do these motions, right? So you're already increasing your body's natural temperature while increasing your heart rate, uh, expanding your, your lungs, and maximizing your you know uh, 
respiratory capacity. So you're, you're doing a lot of things and as a result of all these actions happening, happening simultaneously in your body, you're actually generating heat yourself. So Corey's heating up himself internally, right? Then on top of that, he's in an environment where, you know, the outside, it's, it's hot outside too. So, he, you know, hot on the outside, hot on the inside. Yeah, you, I mean, literally, if he was doing the exact same exercise, I'm talking about no modifications to the exercise, and he was doing them in a standard temperature gym versus the gym that, you know, the temperature that he was in on one day, he would literally burn more calories just because, you know, he's, he's generating heat internally and he's generating heat externally, right? So, and specifically in our, our, our family fit exercise, we do a lot of hit or strength training. Either way, they're all timed, right? Regardless of what we're doing that day. And so he has a limited amount of time to cool himself off. That's what you're actually doing. Where you're slowing your heart rate down. You're taking in oxygen. You're cooling yourself off. However, if you are hot internally and there's, you know, and it's heated externally, it, it's it's still the, the amount of um, oxygen you can take in to, you know, be able to cool your, your body off in that same amount of time. Is, is limited, you know what I'm saying? Because it's hot, you know what I'm saying? You're still going to get air, don't be wrong, you're not about to pass out, but you're, 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 you're not cooling yourself off when you're already taking in hot air, you see what I'm saying? So it, <laughs> people know your you know your, your body temperature is 98, 98.6, that's the average, right? That's what it should be. You know, it might fluctuate a little bit here or there if it's over like 99, technically you have a fever, right? But 98.6 is what it should be. So, you know, if you exercise it, let's say it's, you know, it's 70, 80 degrees in the gym and you're heating up, baby, it's, it's, <laughs> It's hard to cool that down, right? So that is a modification that you can make. You can't just change or train in a harder environment. Let's take let's take it one step further. Let's say you're outdoor, right? Uh, if you're running, I don't know if you've ever ran on on gravel or sand versus running on concrete, but because the 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 the, the ground is not solid, right? When you're pushing, you are not getting as much return on effort that you're exerting. Uh, versus, you know, using a, a solid force, right? So running on a treadmill, running on concrete. I don't know if y'all ever ran a mile on the beach, but listen, that's a whole different level of burn right there, okay? Not only does it impact your time, you know, because literally you're going, you're exerting the same, if not more uh, pressure per step, but you're not, you know, we start talking, I don't know if y'all, um, well, shout out to whatever episode we're talking about, uh, stride length and gait and all that type of stuff. But literally that's, that's the math on it, right? You're exerting the same amount of pressure, if not more pressure, but you're getting less return for it, right? So by definition, you are going to burn more calories because you now have to do more work to get the same amount of result. You see what I'm saying? So that's that's another way that environmental factors can 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 um, affect your your workout. You want to say something, Corey? I was like, that's kinetic energy. Talking about the pressure, it's kinetic energy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right. Don't ask me. Don't, don't go. Don't don't go. Don't just stay right there. Just stay right okay. there. It's kinetic. All right. Okay. <laughs> You want me to dive into the physics? You can leave it alone. You can leave it alone. I can't, I can't remember exactly how you write out there. It might be K E, it might be K, it might be K with a little E in the bottom. But I just remember that's kinetic energy. Okay, that's a triple the force. You know, I remember the things. I remember the formulas. If it's not second, you know, new second law, just go ahead and write it past me. But I remember how the things work. Force equals mass times acceleration is only is the important one. Right? I don't say that's the only one we need to know, but that's the one that matters right now. Okay, Th that's how a lot of people be getting in issues when you be seeing like, look, you got this big old truck. That's you need to know that when you're driving. You got yeah. to talk about. I talked about the the 16 year olds. You know, had a license. You were 16. Look, you got to you driving a heavier vehicle, moving 100 miles an hour. It's going to take long. 60. Don't don't speed. 60 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to take, take longer to stop by definition than, you know, a little Corvette because by definition, they're trying to accelerate the same. Well, not acceleration, now we get speed, whatever. But they're moving at the same speed, right? And then one weighs more than the other. It's going to have more force, take longer to stop. This is how it works. And that's without any conditions. So, And that's and that was one of the other things that while I was looking at uh, just surprising facts about like driving in general, people don't realize that it doesn't take a lot of uh, acceleration to actually be in a fatal accident. 30, 30 miles per hour, that's it. 30 miles per hour is, is literally, you know what I mean? Is 
it's you know, it, it, I mean, don't get me wrong, it can happen even even less less speeds than that. But I think that's like the general statistical, you know what I mean? That's the, the data yeah. median, right? Like that's that's mm -hmm. what's like okay, at 30 miles an hour, you are more likely to have a fatal accident than you know. Below that, it's like okay, you, it can still happen, but it's highly unlikely. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? But th that's mm -hmm. not fast, right? People don't know you can go 30 in a, in a residential area. You know what I'm saying? But right. <laughs> you shouldn't. Right. I think most yes, of it's probably 25 and lower. Yeah. But most, let's be honest, most of us go about five. I'm just talking about, you know, how you realistically drive versus what, you know, what's recommended, right? Mm -hmm. It's probably 25, you know, anywhere from 15 to 25 in the residential area, but you're probably going five miles over speed limit because that's what most mm -hmm. people do, you know, allegedly. And then, <laughs> and so 30, you know what I mean? 30 is fatal, you know? If you, yeah. you and another car collide, at, you know, not even another car, but if you in a yeah. solid, you know, a movable force collide at 30 miles an hour, you can technically be fatal. That's enough to set your airbag off right there. That's what um, I was gonna say. It's the, it's the physics. That's why physics is so crazy. It's the force, energy, or some energy technically, but energy cannot be destroyed, only transferred. So that's why when people hit a tree, a lot of times, even saying they're not going that fast, the tree yeah. in, sh in short is the earth. Like it's, it's rooted into the earth. So when you hit the tree, the, the all that energy it comes right back. It comes right back to you, and it's all obviously instantaneous, right? It's not right. like you know in slow motion. And that's why yeah. you like to jerk forward, and you can imagine all the other things that's going on, the weight of the vehicle, all this type of stuff. That, that's why it happens so fast. This stuff is important out here. It's not, you know, with you no know, fitness because that matters too. When you see people doing these crazy heavy exercises and y'all see them get hurt yeah. really quick, it's the force and all gravity. And I mean, it's a, it's a lot of stuff at play here. And that's why Jordan was talking about the modifications. If you're hurting with no weight, definitely don't go up in weight because now what you're going to do naturally is you're going to exert, by, by definition, you have to exert more energy and force to move more weight. That's just how, that's just how Earth works right now. And if you're struggling with no weight, you're doing to come back and that's why people you know snapping stuff and things like that so that's why it's important to understand not like you be a physicist we're not physicists but just to understand how like you know earth earth work out here like don't keep playing with mother nature her and father talk i'm just just keeping it real Listen, like you got to be be weary of this type of stuff it gets real, real out here yeah like i, I don't i don't know if y'all have ever seen the you know i'm not gonna bring it up because it's kind of gruesome but the leg press video i know you know what i'm talking about uh, there's, yeah, there's, a, so there's, there's a lot of them but yeah 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 <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I I think I've seen one within the past year, right? Where this mm -hmm. gentleman, again, this is what we talk about for is important. So for people who don't know the, the average, the way a leg, leg press is set up is you're seated, uh, you're you're actually sitting at about a 45 degree, is it 40? Yeah, about a 45 degree angle. Your back is closer to the ground. Uh, your legs are pointing up towards the ceiling, the plate. So the, the weight is on the, on a, uh, not a plate, but like a, I'm going to say a wall. It's elevated. Like a floor. It's elevated. Uh, ele yeah, but it's yeah, elevated. And, uh, yeah, it's an elevated surface. So, so saying all that to say, right, the way you're you're positioned naturally, right, without any weight on there, gravity is already working against you. If you take the 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 brakes off off of the leg press and you decide that you want to move that, there's already some some native uh, some innate weight on there just due to the fact that gravity exists. We think these things are made out of metal. It's almost like um, like the bar, right? Like nobody mm -hmm. nobody realizes like the bar itself is forty five pounds before you even get to the most right. bars. They they average they change your weight now, but the average bar, you know, what I mean barbell, right? It's forty five pounds before you get you know get into adding anything anything else on there. So even again, remember we're talking about squats. If you can't squat or your squat form is not up to par, you know, you're trying to get under some weight before you even start adding weights on it. You got to be able to handle at least forty five pounds. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You got yeah. gravity, all you know, all the other forces at play because of physics, right? So when we get into the leg press same same thing so if your form is not up to par on the leg press so there's a gentleman in the video uh his form was you know for so if there's one thing you ever uh, you don't uh you don't remember from this episode please do not lock your legs out on the leg press, okay 
uh, optimal range of motion on a leg press, you get to the point where your knees are almost extended, but you never get to the point where you flex all the way out, right? And the reason because of that is because leg press were to be, I don't want to say for it to be optimal, but a lot of people like to put a lot of weight on the leg press because I think it's almost like you're trying to <laughs> try it's to show off. It's a show right? Yeah, it's a show Yeah, it, to me, I only, I'm be honest with you, I don't even leg press with both legs. The only time I go on a leg press is when I'm doing single leg leg press. That's because I really like mm-hmm. to isolate my quads and I don't go mm-hmm. over 135 pounds, 225 on a good day, right? So people don't know the math on that, that's 245 pound plates. You know, and that's individually, I'll work one leg. You know what I mean? I do that to really push my quads. But again, limited range of motion. I never fully lock out my leg. And I do that to get the extra work in. I don't use the leg press for both legs anymore. I, you know, it's, it's one of those things where I'd rather just squat. You know what I mean? Because squat is a, you know, it's a little bit, again, targets more muscle groups. Leg press is literally isolation from the lower body, right? Right. Uh, with your squat, you get the core, you get the back. You know, you get a lot of other stuff, right? So, saying all to say, if you got to pick one, do the squat over the leg press. However, if you are going to do the leg press, it's fine. Do not lock your legs out because they. This man folded. He had about seven, eight hundred pounds on there. Yes. Okay? And it, your knees, <laughs> your knees fully extended are not made to you know withstand that kind of pressure. The okay. Pressure, yeah, it's gonna do this. Yeah. Just like this little man. You see, look, yeah. even my feet, even my fingers, <laughs> even my. <laughs> Listen, that man started looking like bent back paper clips. Uh, uh, you, see, you, see, you see, if it just bend a little bit, it'll go. But if you do this, it just and then all that and then. But the, the difference is my, you know, my hand's not enough pressure. You know, it's not seven, eight hundred pounds alone. But as you can imagine, the rest of this crumbles. I don't even. I, I don't think I might have done the exercise once or twice. I'll do the leg press, but not the one where it's elevated like that and you're on the, um, you're lower to the ground. I'll do it when gotcha. you're more like in a straight up seat because it's not worth it. Yeah, and I'll just high. and I'll just squat and I'll just squat, but it's 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 not it's not worth it. We I think we were talking about that on the last episode where it's like it's not worth the risk from an injury state because I mean you you lose I mean because put like this pretty much both your legs is pretty much destroyed broken the recovery time. Yeah. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. So you let's be very clear. Not even just you. So depending on where the snap occurs, because let's be so you know final result of that video that man broke both broke broke both of his legs but i think he did more damage to his knee so for people yeah. who don't know that the snap usually occurs at a joint right so for people the way your body is set up and the pressure the pressure always goes to the nearest joint right so in your in your leg your your biggest you know your biggest joint is i mean it's, you got joints at the ankles joints at the knees joints at the hips right for this motion however most of the impact is on your knees right so my man's knees folded and the, the problem is his, his bones will heal right but the impact to that joint is yeah, almost ligaments yeah, the, the ligaments, the tendons, all the stuff that holds, you know, your meniscus. That's what, okay, so sh- we getting into to sports a little bit, right? But we start getting into tears. Yeah, <laughs> you start getting into tears. It's a reason why tears are season ending, okay? You get in there yeah. and you rip something, it takes it's, it takes a long time for that stuff to recover, for it to heal, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, for you to even get back to the point where you're doing functional movements again. We're talking about just walking, you know, maybe a slow-paced job. Athletes play at a level that, you know, is, is – way above par right so we got you know functional movements we got regular athletes we got professionals right when you tear something you you're back down here you're in the negative right so not only are you <laughs> you below the people that right. can't you yeah. you know what i'm saying you below the people that can't walk right like that's right. <laughs> so yeah. to say the the you just got to think about that from a time perspective then we start getting into other factors about age you know what i mean that's why some people when they when they have these experience these type of tears they're, they're done you know what i mean especially from a professional standpoint you get the wrong you know mcl acl tear at the wrong time in your career your career is over you know what i mean just because just from a healing standpoint you know you, you you can only recover but so fast you know what i mean regardless of age and then on top of that age plays a factor how well you take care of your body plays a factor right i mean shout out to again perfect example obj right my man's you know had his tear 
he's out of the season. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> he's out that's of the a, season. That's a, that's, a top, that's a top athlete, like genetic wise. And that's a both his parents were, I think, D1 athletes. So like that's, that's he has the genetics on all his, you know. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. And, and I don't so I don't know his age off the top of my head. Is he still in his twenties or in his low thirties at this point? Yeah, I think he's I think he might be a couple years younger than me. You know, we turned 30 this year, but I think he's a couple right, years younger than <laughs> Okay, okay. So he's in, and so I'm gonna say, I'm guessing, I'm gonna say like 27, 28 ish. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think he's terribly younger than us. No, he's he's old enough. He's 92. He turned 31 he? this year. So he yeah, turned 31. Okay, so he turned 31 look, this say, year. Saying all that to say, no, I'm yeah, no, like, no, no, no. I'm gonna be honest. If that was me, I'd have right. got my ring, I'd have hung it up. That'd have been it. Because it, it just, from a recovery standpoint, he might, I don't get me wrong, OBJ is an amazing athlete. I've actually been following him and his trainer. He he looks prepared to play. He actually just dropped a video earlier this week. He looks prepared to play. All right. He looks amazing. His recovery process has been awesome. He actually looks like he put on some weight. He might even be muscular, you know, muscularly superior to when he went out the first time. You know what I mean? Because usually when you come back from stuff like that, if you do it the right way, you actually can come back better. Your body better. is made to be resilient. Right. Mm-hmm. However, me personally, I think I would have just wrapped it. I'd have went out on top. I'd have got my ring. You know, don't be wrong. I'm gonna do the recovery. I still would have gotten back. I think into a decent amount of athletic shape. I just don't know if I'm doing what's necessary because again, people don't realize pro shape. <laughs> if y'all yeah. looked at a regular workout, right? When I say regular, you know, the average Joe's workout, right? And what it takes to be a professional athlete, there's a significant gap in the level of effort, the level of work, the amount, you know, I mean, the amount of repetitions, the endurance, the stamina work that goes into that, the frequency, the amount of sleep, the diet. That's all they do. You know what I mean? They got they got people who are hired literally to their body is their product, right? They are the product. So they have people that are hired to help maintain this versus, you know, we go to work, eight, you know, eight or nine hours a day. You come home, you know, you got to be a parent, whatever, you do what you do. You might have a beer or two. Like, there's not saying that they don't drink, you know, because, you know, they, they do what they do. But, you know, their body is their is their nine to five. Right. So there's a difference of level of work for people like that versus people, you know, who are just out here to you know be in shape or be athletic. Right. And there's nothing I'm not <laughs> take that as you will. Right. <laughs> but bring it back to the modifications. Right. Uh. Make sure that you are focusing on the correct range of motion and don't hurt yourself. All right. But modifications that you can use to, to increase uh, your workout. I'm going to try to get through. I know we, we rerun it, but it's good stuff. So, modifications that you can use to increase your workout um, angle of impact, right? Um, if you've never, perfect example of a push up, if you've never done a push up before, um, when you're in a high plank position, your, your hands are about shorter width apart. Uh, usually slightly in front of you, not directly underneath you. I'm doing this as I work through it because I'm trying to make sure I explain it right. <laughs> you want to bring your chest to the floor. Uh, if not to the floor right, I would say at least elbows at 90 degrees, okay? And you're going to control the motion, engage your core as you squeeze and press to go back up, right? If you are incapable of benching, not benching, but basically that's what you're doing. You're benching, you're, you're bench pressing your body weight against the body floor, weight. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but <laughs> if you're incapable of doing a push-up, one thing you can do to uh, actually... Um, alleviate some intensity is change the angle of the workout, right? So you can actually do a push-up elevated on a chair to decrease the intensity, right? What you're doing is you're not putting uh, your your full body weight in a horizontal position, therefore decreasing the the, the surface area of the gravity that's impacting the, the, the push-up, therefore making it easier to do, right? But the same thing works in inverse if you want to actually increase the intensity of the workout. So what is the... Sorry about that. My wife. What's watch, up, Siri? <laughs> uh, if you actually want to increase a push-up, so when I say increase the or, or to decrease the intensity, you would actually elevate the, the upper half, right? So you're you know your upper half of your body. But if you want to increase the intensity, you could actually elevate the lower half of your body, right? What does that do? That actually puts more in. So 
when you're when you're going down or when you're you're you're, you're lowering your body to to the to the ground, you're actually putting more pressure on your body. And usually, what's happening is you're 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 lowering your your elbows past that ninety degree point, right? If my feet are elevated, when I drop down, immediately I start feeling the intensity versus on the push, just on the push back up, right? Because my starting point is already at a higher elevation than what it would be if my feet were just on the ground, right? So again, that's, it, it works both ways. Increasing the, the angle for your upper body will lower the, the intensity, while increasing the angle of your, of your lower body will increase the intensity, right? Also, it causes you to engage more core stabilization as you uh, descend and descend uh, in the push-up. So that's why it would increase the, you know, so modifications work both ways. Um, Another thing that you can do to increase um, intensity is, as Corey stated before, you can increase the weight or you increase the amount of reps, right? Obviously, if you're doing eight reps versus, or if you're doing 15 reps versus eight reps, that's increased modification right there. You're going to feel that impact, trust me, as, as you start going, uh, as you start doing more reps, or if you're doing something for a time, which is what we often do in our, in our finally fit exercises, shout out to the fit fam, we just increase the time, or Another modification, one of my personal favorites, people think that you always have to increase the time that you're actually doing the exercise, which isn't necessarily true. We can do the same duration. We just decrease the break time. You give your body less time to actually recover, to return to its neutral state, and you just keep going. That's what ultimately, HIT has become, I feel like, a thing that's been more popular in the past like two decades or so, but it's been a thing. It's been around, right? Ultimately, what you're doing is you're just decreasing the amount of time that your body gets to recover, right? So you're putting your body in a more duress state, uh, doing these exercises, which you're, you're decreasing your your, uh, your recovery time, allowing your respiratory capacity to to increase because you have to be able to to uh, control your breathing. So bringing bring it back to what you were answering before about how trainers are able to, to do that, you, it's, it's, it's practice, it's repetition, right? I had to learn to control my breathing, period, to be able to talk to you guys throughout the workout. Because we're doing the same level of work. You watch me. I do, I do it on camera with you. So shout out to the Fit Fam. When we do these exercises, I'm doing these exercises with you. But I have to talk to you throughout the exercise, right? My job is not only to guide you, make sure that you don't hurt yourself, do uh, perform corrective actions live. So if you're doing something wrong, to actually correct you, but to also, you know, give you motivation to get through the workout, right? So to be able to do that, I have to be able to do the workout, but also maintain my own, you know, breath, push myself, because I am still trying to get some burn while I'm here. Like, I'm... People think that I'm just out here to be out here. Now I'm out here because I'm trying to get this work too. And most of the time, I, you know, I'm adding my own modifications to, you know, make it more intense on my body. But you have to learn to control your breathing. So what does that mean? I have to, I have to do these things. Like uh, my frequency, I would say, is probably what saves me a lot. I do more hit work, workouts per week than my class to be able to teach my class. Right? That's the only way I'm able to talk through uh, most of these workouts to my class. Because if I didn't. You know what I mean? I'd be out of breath. <laughs> and you'll, you'll catch it. You ever had a trainer that, you know, that stops talking mid-workout? They're tired. They're tired. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it becomes obvious. It's blatant, especially when you, you know, you're doing it live and, you know, you got people all, all eyes on you. And it, and it happens sometimes. I'm not going to say, like, we're impervious because we're trainers. Like, we're just instantly immune to this type of stuff. It happens to everybody, right? Uh, usually what that means is the workout is just more intense than expected, which is good because sometimes, you know, you need that work, right? But ultimately, your trainer should be able to talk you through your workout. I'm gonna touch on a, lot, a couple of these last points, and then we're gonna get up out of here and let you let, let, get onto that finance section because we got some good stuff coming up. Um, to uh, to increase the intensity, some other things that you can do is, as we were talking about for earlier, increase the range of motion. So remember, I was giving you optimal versus full. Uh, people who want that uh, next level uh, of uh, intensity add some more to their optimal range of motion. Uh, as you sedated before, you can reduce the speed so you can control uh, the ability to to go, you know, for the, for the executed range of motion um, and the, the speed at which you execute. Uh, that is actually a really good one for intensity. For people who don't know, slow, if you, you really want to step it up, you don't got to change the weight at all. Do 
let's say you're doing, uh, again, bring it back to a barbell squat. Do 135 for the same 10 reps for pause reps. What I mean by that, you get to the bottom of your optimal range of motion, hold that joint for three seconds, and then come back up. I guarantee you, by the time you get to number five, you'll feel a completely different burn. Um, controlling speed allows you to contract. So the difference, and I heard this quote before, and this is actually one of my favorites, the difference between uh, weight training, weight trainers and bodybuilders are is actually that, right? Uh, bodybuilders lift with the intent of maximizing the gains on an intended uh, target muscle group versus weight trainers are just out here moving weight, right? So when, you, when you're quote unquote weight training and you don't go in there without, you know, with the same level of intention, you might bench press and you might do eight reps and you're just moving the weight back up and down, right? If you look at someone who's actually bodybuilding, they control the weight all the way through the range of motion. So they'll bring it down under control. They'll contract their muscles at the bottom of the, you know, the bottom of the repetition. They may hold for two to three seconds and then they exert force to move it back, right? Same exercise, two different levels of execution, two different results. If you've seen a bodybuilder before, their muscles are pristine, right? They're, they're cut, uh, they're at another level because they're actually contracting their muscles at the bottom of the workout and they're, they're slowing the reps down to make sure they're maximizing the gain, right? Which is ultimately what you came to the gym to do. Uh, lifting the weight is cool. Controlling the weight is better. I don't know if you've ever seen somebody who, you know what I mean, <laughs> who's, again, moving the same weight. So deadlift, right, is always one of my, my favorites to watch, right? I've seen somebody move 765 pounds, you know what I mean, on the deadlift, and I've seen somebody control 765 pounds of deadlift, and it's two totally different things. And if you look at the person, it's two totally different results, right? Uh, either way, that's a lot of weight, right? So shout out to both of them for being able to move it, but the person who can move it under control was by far, in my at least, in, you know, visually, was by far the person who had the greatest results, right? Because you have to be able to control the weight all the way through. Um, I think that's increased ability, reduced speed, reduce or increased number of what reduce load or increased load and weight. Yes, sir. So we're gonna wrap it up there. Those are just some of the modifications that you could do to increase or decrease complexity, and those are the different ways that you can use them. You gotta give. I can't. I can't give yourselves around. No, you good. You good. You good. You good. I just want to make sure you have no questions. Oh my goodness! Now, before before we transition, this is what we have to do. Hold on, hold on. I'm just. I'm acting like I'm saying stuff. I'm not saying stuff. All right, here we go. Make sure you hit that like button. Share and subscribe for the. Share and subscribe for the YouTube algorithm. Make sure you leave those comments. We do have comments. See, this is the benefit of live stream, right? We can pull the comments up. Again, if you guys have any questions, concerns, please leave those comments for those who do come in or want to come in and join the show. When we do live stream every other Sunday, you do have the option to join the link and you guys can ask. Well, don't you can't ask us anything because there are rules, but as long as it's within the YouTube rules, you can come up here and ask us any questions because we don't talk about just health and wealth, finance, fitness, but everything in between. Oh, no. Jordan went away. Did Jordan go away? I'm still here. Okay, Jordan went away. While he's figuring that out, I'm going to get into the comments we got from Ant. Ant gave us like the round of applause. Jordan's back. What happened? Can you hear me? He's a, Jordan's getting his stuff together. You good? I can't hear you, bro. I can't hear you. We're locked in. We're good. Oh, uh, you good? I was about yeah, to say, yeah. what happened? What happened? My, my bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> Jordan went away. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but here we go. We got a comment for our good friend Tony. Tony left us with the, the this is like a round of applause. Shout out to Tony using the uh, generic Simpsons color hands. But <laughs> <laughs> this is why I can't be in charge. Every now and then I realize why I can't be in charge. I just 
<laughs> I was gonna say what I'm gonna say. All right. Um, you good? You good though? Yes, okay. sir. We're good. Your test good. Okay, okay. All right. Locked and loaded. Yes, sir. Oh, On to the, oh yeah, finance section. Oh, okay, let's get it. Let's go. <laughs> Keeping the middle class down. All right, y'all. You know what we're about to do. Because if you listen to any Wealth Wednesdays, I, I don't talk no more about stuff. I get an article. All right? <laughs> <laughs> Straight to it. <laughs> Excuse me. All right. So before before we talk about it, necessities, debt payments, investments, lifestyle. Shout out to everybody having all this debt out here. Shout out to the fact that y'all been out here tricking off all this money and everything acting like these student loan payments not about to start back up you have not been listening to me when i told y'all whenever they told whatever the whatever the first time they said the student loan whenever they said the last the the extension was the last extension but they did two more extensions whenever they whenever they first said they weren't doing another extension i told y'all to start putting your student loan payments back into your budget as far as a line item standpoint so you're not actually spending that money and even some of you depending even if you have like the 10k you still have student loan debt go ahead and start paying your student loans back if you haven't been during this forbearance however not just through the loan i got you i got you real quick hold on (laughs) i've already said this before i've already said this before i've already said this before I mean, let's be clear. I can't remember the first time they said it, but when they said it the very first time, they said this is the last extension. I said, okay, y'all need. They they said this is the last extension. That's what they said. <laughs> they did. They did. I, I they lied, they, but they did. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think they reneged twice, but they, when they said it was the last extension the first time, I said, okay, y'all need to work these two loan payments back into your budget. I know I said it then, and I've obviously said it every single time, and I'm saying it again. Shout out to today being February 26th. This is Sunday, Tuesday, February 28th. That's when we'll have the first hearing for the Supreme Court as far as the student loan situation. But regardless, we're talking about here car loans. The real, the real reason people are struggling financially. Can you see that, bro? I know you got a crazy big monitor. What's it look like on your end? Is it good? Okay, cool. I'm I'm talking about from like a readability standpoint, not like can you uh, visually see it? Yeah, I was just uh, zooming twice. Zooming twice. That's how it is. The one benefit of me. Having my phone is I could look on my phone and because it was another user and I could actually see how well it was. <laughs> so a, a small, a small step back, actually, a small step back. I'm gonna have to keep the YouTube stuff up so I can see it. But regardless, when we talk about car payments, okay, car payments again, necessities, debt payments, investments, lifestyle. If you got a car loan, you got a car loan. Jordan had a car loan, his wife had a car loan, I had a car loan, my wife had a car loan. Okay, everybody got a car loan. I had no yeah. issue with you having a car loan, but it's about if you want to keep this car paying it off and not taking out another payment all right we know about the situation during the panorama where the um the production of the chips that go into cars has significant decrease and that caused the price of used cars i believe maybe for the first time ever to increase now used car cars go down in value but all of a sudden used cars started appreciating all right and having a car payment in your budget because remember the one thing with car payments is what jordan what's the one thing about car payments the one thing about that, it's a lot of things yeah, about car payments. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's the I mean, one issue? How it's going to impact the middle class? What's the one real issue about the car payments impacting the middle class? This is not something I expect you to know, but I'm asking you. 
I mean, they're ridiculously high. Is that I mean that? But what do most people have? They usually have two car payments. They don't just have one. You have a car right. payment, and your wife has a car payment, right? You know, your husband, whatever it is. But they're usually a household has two car payments. That's the real gotcha. issue. So when we talk about what when we see these numbers, the average car payment, you have to double it. <laughs> you have to double the number because there are two right. of these in this household. And when we start getting to these numbers for this bank rate article, you're all going to see the real reason. Because these numbers, again, it's $540 a month, a little over to um, on a monthly basis to max out your Roth IRA, your traditional IRA for $6,500 in a year. These car payments are going to be over that. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the only time people don't have the money. And as you can imagine, unlike a, because even a house, right? When you say you and you know, y'all say y'all both had a house and then y'all got married, y'all most people aren't gonna have two mortgage payments, right? Or they they might rent it out, but you're not gonna have two houses. You're gonna have one. You're gonna have one house payment. Right. right? But when it comes to cars, people are gonna have the two car payments. All right. So now we're gonna get into this bank rate article: average auto loan payments, what to expect in 2023. This is by Rebecca Betterton. And then edited by see these are not what is this? What is this? <laughs> no disrespect, no disrespect, but I'm like, again, I took three English classes in college, but on a first shot, what do y'all want me to do? I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna go for it. That's a look what's it? Look at the last five yeah. letters of my life. Can we can we say that? Can we say that? I mean we, we can drunk. cuss, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, like yeah but we should, it says it says risk <laughs> first of, bitch. of all, you you t- <laughs> this, is a, this is a risk of bitch. <laughs> oh gosh. All right, shout out to the YouTube algorithm. Please don't block us up. Riss, yeah, we we, we ain't passing it. We pay half the time. Now. Riss, <laughs> subitch, subitch, That's what it is. It's Riss, for those of y'all who are listening on the podcast platform. The first name of this person is Riss R H Y S. Their last name is S U B I T C H. I swear to God. Please come over to YouTube. I'm, I'm not lying. And this is a four minute article. So this should be pretty quick. And this was published on January fifth, twenty twenty three. Oh my goodness. Then this is what I be talking about. See, I don't make this stuff up. Like these would be the names when I come on here and I don't read these articles at a time. Maybe I should so I can prefer this type of stuff. But okay. Many Americans, right? The cost to finance a vehicle. Okay, remember, don't finance a vehicle whenever you hear somebody talking about finance is something that means taking out debt, right? Not paying cash for it can be one of the biggest hits to their wallets each month. Because if you can think about it, a lot of people, depending on the type of vehicle they have, their car payment might be close to their mortgage or like half of it. I mean, this, this, okay. How can I get through the article and be timely? But all this stuff comes in my head. <laughs> but in short, if when they tell you to get a mortgage, they don't want your DTI to be above 36%, right? But in short, they're going to make sure your mortgage payment isn't more than 25% of your gross, right? And let's say you're in a situation where we look up these average, you know, I'm not going to pull them up, but the average mortgage, you know, what the average mortgage payment is, it's going to be in like that $1,000 range. I'm going to look it up, actually, so I'm not lying. Gosh. Average mortgage. Uh, there we go. The average mortgage payment should be, I think, like maybe at that because there's you no know, so many numbers. It's uh fourteen hundred dollars. Okay, so it's fourteen hundred dollars for the average mortgage payment. There's one in this household, and what do we see right here? Drivers are spending, Jordan. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm talking about. So people got yeah. two mortgage payments. Remember how I said if you had a house and your wife had a house where y'all got together, and then y'all would y'all would get rid of one of the houses or at least have someone pay for one of these mortgages. You wouldn't have two mortgage payments. But what do people go and do? They have a fourteen hundred dollar mortgage payment on average, and then drivers are spending seven hundred dollars. Over 700 and 500 each month for new and used vehicles. Okay, so 700 is for a new vehicle and 500 is for a used. But even 500 is still 1,000. You have two mortgage payments. This is why you're struggling financially. I can end it right here. I can end it right here. This is why the middle class is not getting ahead because they have two houses. <laughs> but one of them is not a house. <laughs> that, that's I mean, why. Not to, dis- 
is relevant. I guess it doesn't affect the payment, but what is the the average term? What is this term over? You know what I'm saying? So you know you can change. I think the new term now is closer to 84. Always remember cars, not new, but I'm saying in general, cars are calculated. Their term is in months, so it's usually 84, which is seven seven years. It's usually 72 to 84. And put it like this: I don't know if it dropped yet. But they're talking about coming out with a 10-year or the 120 term for the car and a 40-year for the mortgage. Like you come out here and you got a 10-year car loan. Come on, yo. What, what y'all what do y'all want to happen? But in short, this first article, I could end it right here. I'm not going to because a four-minute read. But the main issue is that people for a new car, $700 a month, and for a used car, $500 a month. Let's say you have a new car, which you might get right just had kids. People want to get, you know, the new minivan. So whatever SUV, so they can have all the features that you don't need, right? The safety <laughs> features. So you got a new and used, right? Seven plus five is 12. That's $1,200. Hold on. Let me make sure I'm not lying so I don't think I'm lying when I pull up this average stuff. So I make sure I got my receipts. I'll pull up your mint. What's this say? Monthly mortgage payment statistics. Average $14 in 2021. What y'all want? The medium is a rack. The median is a rack. Look what that says. Can you see this? Yeah. Let me zoom in. Nuts. Let me zoom in. Not for you, but I'm just saying. Look at this. <laughs> Look what this says. And then this is why I be tri- like, this is from January 13, 2023. And this is why I be screaming and stuff. Sorry, y'all. Let me turn it down a little bit. But this is why I be saying y'all need to stay your asses in the house because this is, I, I just generally know what the averages are. And most people make the average income. I mean, most people are average. That's how you get the average in the median. Most people are at these numbers. Listen, don't just stay in the house. They paying, they paying $14 for that car. They need to be outside. They need to be driving. You need to be outside, buddy. Don't spend no money. Just driving the car. Look. Yeah. One would say if you're going to put all this money into the car, at least use it. Oh, my goodness. That's the one thing about getting the house. You'd be on all these vacations, and then you're renting your mortgage so high, you're not in the house. Why you got this Listen. big old house and you're not here? Oh, my goodness. But all right. <laughs> but that's, that's what, just so y'all got, you know, got the receipts right there. You can see what the average slash monthly i'm assuming average or median monthly payment is for a house anywhere from a thousand to fourteen hundred and you see here they're talking about the average so we can stick with fourteen hundred for the house is anywhere from five to seven hundred dollars remember you got most by that times two from a middle class standpoint because again they're gonna be two usually two vehicles in that in the house even if they're not even if we just take five hundred dollars right for the average for a new vehicle and then the house is uh fourteen hundred that's over a third five hundred is a third of fifteen hundred that's insane that don't, that don't make no sense. All right, and it's according it's to Experian, uh, one of the bigger bureaus. Sorry, you saying something? No, it's common. Yeah, you're just saying, like, this is stupid. Yeah. Hey, where are you at? Put the cash. You got the cash on there? Man, let's get on my nerves. Stupid. One more time. <laughs> and then insurance costs is, well, you got to pay for insurance because you got to do that by law. Okay, again, we're saying the steep monthly charge comes on top of recession-based increases, okay, everywhere from grocery. All right, cool. So, wow. The amount you pay to keep your car on the road is dependent on a number of rating factors, credit score, vehicle, you choose, okay, all these different things. Ongoing supply troubles, as I mentioned, right, with the chip shortage, because, you know, cars are essentially, you know, technology now, right? It's, it's a computer that can drive, essentially, some of this tech they got in the cars, um, a computer that can drive, a computer with wheels, and high interest rates. Some of them can't self-drive. They're working, they're working on it. I say, my, 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 uh, I, I be driving herself my, in my car. I look at Honda Accord. She drives herself pretty well. But, um, and obviously, interest rates increase. The one thing, too, when we're talking about debt, one of the big things with cars or car loans, interest rate is that they're not as regulated as mortgages. So the one thing with mortgages is what? If everybody gets a mortgage on the same day, you're roughly going to have the same interest rate as long as, you know, it's the you know, same, you know, same house, right? You know, you got the same person. But when it comes to cars, that's not the case. Some of you may know people who have double digit interest rates on their cars it's like how did they get that well it's probably because you know their credit score was trash but if you take two people got a 710 credit score 
they get a three hundred thousand uh, dollar mortgage. Their interest for thirty year on the same day as in today, their interest rate is going to be roughly the same because interest rates are more standardized across the whole country. Car loans, not the same. Unless, you not the you same. Go ahead. Unless you get that arm. Unless you get that arm. Oh yeah, I'm talking about the get, get the yeah. same thing. Get, okay. get the exact same was, thing. Okay, right? I'm just yeah, making yeah. sure. I had to throw that out there. Yeah. There's a, yeah. There is such thing as an adjustable. Yeah, yeah, yeah you get the adjustable. That, but, yeah, the fixed yeah. fixed rate. But what I'm saying is though, for cars though, that is not the case. Cars, there's no that you know you whatever advertisement you see, no, and you can go to the dealer right instead of going to your credit and your bank. There are all these different ways. As far as how you can get the car loan, then there are different type of dealers, right? You can't go to, you know, the flagship dealer that's selling like, you know, no sponsorship, but like selling a Honda. But then also, you know, there's that dealer on the side of the road that's got all these different vehicles. You know, there's all these different things that can provide you financing. And there's one of the main issues that you'll see, well, not the main issue, but a big issue with car loans is the fact that the interest rates are so different. I, if you got a, if you got a, if you got a home in 2021 or 2020, I kind of know what your interest is going to be. It's probably going to be below 5%. I don't care. I don't care what, when, I don't care what your credit score was. The fact that you got a mortgage in 2020 or 2021, I know your interest rate is below 5%. Uh, as long as it's fixed, that that's just what they were doing. For car loans, I, you got to tell me what it is. <laughs> I, I don't know what your interest rate could be. All right. So again, what I was saying, whether your credit score is poor or you're looking to refinance, why would you, don't refinance a vehicle loan. My God. I forgot you can refine this. I forgot. I don't look. Well, never mind. Forgot. Anyway, <laughs> I made a lot. I made a lot of it. I made a lot. I made a lot of payments from people's accounts. I forgot you can refinance the vehicle loan. How are you gonna refinance a loan that's for six years? What do you? What do you? When are you? What are you? What are you refinance it for? Oh my god! You probably shouldn't have got the card to begin with, but that's a whole other. Anyways. Oh my goodness! It's important to understand typical monthly payments and rates so you can feel confident you're getting the best deal. Here's the issue: you usually you can usually if you get a reasonable car as far as what you should get from a debt standpoint. For people believe you should take out debt to get a car, it should take you a couple years to pay off your car, and I mean a couple like two. You know, even even if it's in that debt, unless you got crazy debt, unless you're in that six figure range. It should not take you that long to pay off your car as long as you get something that's relatively reasonable within your income. And the main thing you don't want to do is roll over negative equity. Don't roll over negative equity. Don't roll over negative equity. I feel like I'm Dr. Umar Johnson and he says things three times. Do not roll over negative equity. If your car is worth 10000 <laughs> One more time for the people. Don't roll over negative equity. There you go. If your car is worth ten thousand and you got a loan on it for fifteen and you want to sell it, don't go get another car, right? That is, let's say, worth twenty, right? But then that and you got to get a car loan for twenty five because you got that five k delta from the fifteen k loan and the ten k value of your car. Don't do that. Do not do that. Do not do that. Do not do that. That that is because what what happens is normally right as we're, we're getting closer to that your car depreciates in value so why are you gonna roll over the negative equity to it because now now you got you bought a car that's worth 20k and you got a loan on it for 25k you're already starting yourself in the hole then the car is going to depreciate whatever the average monthly car payment for, for those you didn't catch what i said again it's saying it's 700 the used car is five it's not 500 it's actually 525 they're getting this explicit number okay we got extra dollars that's, that, that's a lot that's a couple of dollars right there right all right then almost 40 percent dang Finance new vehicles in th okay third quarter 2022. Look at that. That's 61% finance third quarter. My goodness, for used vehicles. That's crazy. Credit union finance is made up over 30%. That means banks, I guess. Well, I guess you got the, the lender for the de dealer. Okay, average cost of insurance. Okay, new loan amounts up to 10%. Okay, just saying SUVs and wagons. Are these G Wagons that everybody's telling y'all to get so you can write them off yes. for the taxes? <laughs> Increase the finance <laughs> share hitting. Okay, 60%. Overall loan balances that grew 7.6%. Yep. And loan terms, here you go, Jordan. You just asked me about 73 and 84. So they're six gotcha. years or seven years. 
Um, okay. okay. How much is down payment? Again, down payment on a car, right? It's time which you ought to put down, sizable down payment. Uh, cash you have available, any value comes from your vehicle trading, right? You trade in a vehicle, but remember, you can't get your vehicle trading if it's you know you have negative equity. I mean, you can't get traded, but you're on the wrong side, you're on the wrong side. Right. You trade in it at a loss technically. You do trade it in, but you know, you're trading in a 10k car with a 15k low on it. So now you're you're a minus 5k instead of it's a 15k car with a 10k, right? You got 5k um in that situation. Not only will it save you money before financing begins, but also boost your reputation, right? With lenders don't see there. Here's the issue, and this is why. You don't you don't want to be really good at taking out debt for a car. If you do it one time, cool, pay it off. Don't ever do it again. That's what the whole point of this episode is for this finance section. Don't continuously take out car payments. Once you got whatever you got, I hope you like your vehicle. If you don't like your vehicle and you want to got a 20K loan, you want to switch another 20K car that you like, go ahead and do that because you're not going to more debt. But then aggressively pay off the car that you do like. It's also your fault that you bought a car for you spent twenty, thirty thousand dollars and you don't even like the never mind. You don't even like the car that you got. I was about to cuss. You don't even like the car that you got. <laughs> <clears throat> you that's I mean, like that's legit. That's legit. As we, you know, I mean, everybody's out here making these purchases. You should definitely validate whether. I mean, so okay. Bottom line up front. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm gonna interject. Two seconds. Go ahead. So I line, interject on you all the time. <laughs> car is supposed to get you from point A to point B safely, right? That is the main purpose of a car. So let's start there. Anything else that you get in a vehicle is considered a luxury. You know what I mean? Is a is a is a not necessary, but a nice to have, right? That includes stuff like I know y'all probably like, dang Jordan, I can't even have heat in there. I mean, listen, I. Shout nah, out you're to gonna, you're gonna need you're gonna need you, you do you do listen you do okay I, this might be where we differ because I've had listen I've been in a car before we're heating air we're not they they weren't functional okay me okay uh, you don't you don't need it to operate the vehicle correct like it'll still work that's, what, that's I, what I'm saying yeah, so that's yeah. so I'm talking about what you want versus okay. what you actually had to do to, for a car to be a car does that make sense okay, car just got to get you from point A to point B safely right so yeah. that's why I put I technically put heat and air in the luxury category right mm-hmm. now it things that we we as people, as humans, right, for comfortability, deem as, as necessary. Yes, heat and air is in there. You know what I'm saying? You probably want electric windows, so you gotta, you know, be hitting, getting your, I, I'm fitness. I'm gonna tell you, get your arm workout in while you're rolling it up. But <laughs> you probably want the power, you know, power steering, uh, all that good stuff, right? So, you know, these are things that now in 2023 that are, I think are included in most cars, unless you get a used car from way back in the day. So if you're getting something, you know, within the past decade, most of that stuff has that in there innately. However, if you did want to save some money, uh, I think, but, and I'll share y'all, you know, two, 10 seconds of my new approach for cars. I'm not getting another note. If I do, worst person, first of all, if I'm getting a note, I feel like I've already failed to prepare. That's the first thing, right? Because mm. you know, you can kind of time your cars, right? You can kind of, you know, that you know what the current wear and tear on your car, you can estimate how much, you, you know, how many miles you put on it annually per, you know, weekly, whatever the case may be. You know what, you know, you can actually Google what the average use is on a car, right? You can kind of tell when it's going to break down. And then based off of that, you can kind of assume when you're going to need to buy your next car. Everything goes out as intended. So therefore you can plan, save, et cetera, for that car, right? Me personally, I'm an auction person now. I will go to the auction quickly, go snatch you up a vehicle, calculate the wear and tear on how it is to fix it. Cause I know people that fix cars, you know what I'm saying? And I'll go from that standpoint because I personally refuse to get another car note. So I'd rather just cash flow a, you know, a used car, you know, on the way out. Fix it up so it can get me from point A to point B without breaking down and use that until I can save enough cash for my next car. And I just do that rotation, I'm assuming. So, you know, I just kind of recently got into that because, right, I mean, my wife and I, I'm not going to act like, as Corey stated earlier, we started off with car notes, right? So we had those two staple cars, those cars that we are continuously still using to this day. But, you know, as we're starting to, you know, burn through those and transition to our next set of cars. I got a Kia, you know, I, my, my, my latest purchase was a Kia Forte 2015. I already had 142,000 miles on it. I, you know, I picked it up, but my, my commute to work is less than 10 minutes, right? I'm, I'm right down the street from my job. I don't go anywhere. As Corey stated, I'm staying, I'm in the house, I'm inside. I just had a kid. 
we inside, okay? <laughs> and we outside, we outside on our legs. We ain't going nowhere, okay? <laughs> so that being the case, a little wear and tear on the vehicle, I just need to scoot around car, right? So just kind of give y'all perspective on how that works. You don't need to get a new car. You don't even need to get a used car that you can't afford to cash for. That's what you want, right? Cars need to get you from point A to point B safely. As long as it does that, everything else is extra. My bad. Right. Nah, you good. Nah, but I look, I interject all the time. You you have yeah. you have four, you have four. Here's the issue. We're gonna go back two hours. All right, so <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I be doing my best not to, but no, uh, but like Jordan was saying when he's talking about I mean, we're talking about the trading right here, and now we're talking about the down payments. This is where it gets so confusing. But one the one benefit of cars is when you buy used cars, you know, you start getting that five thousand dollar range. They don't de- they don't depreciate much more. Cars usually always have some type of value just because of the parts in and of itself. Right. So the great thing is, let's say you can save up, as they're talking right here, a good down payment, 20% for a new vehicle. And this is where I'm about to counterpunch everybody into oblivion. And this is where I get so confused. And this is why I want to talk to people in person, but like, you know, in real life and, you know, on the on the podcast, like, this is what I understand. So they're saying you should save up 20% for a new vehicle. So what am I going to do? I'm going to cross-reference this. What is the average price of a new vehicle, right? You hear me clicking and clacking. Look, right? Look, What's look, the look. Ad- I was going to say, what? I hear the keys in the background. <laughs> yeah. What's that? Okay, that, that price is high. There we go. What's the average price? Oh, my goodness. This can't be true. This Because there, there are a lot of vehicles, right? The average Ooh. price of a new car surged a record high in December. 50K. All right. Now, maybe I don't know what I'm talking about, but five times two is what? 10. 10. Okay. So that means 20% of 50,000 is going to be $10,000. Why don't you just go buy a $10,000 car cash? I can't even get it out. Why don't you just go buy the 10K car cash? Now, I will say, because, okay, coming from, so my, only because I'm I'm currently, so my sister, right, shout out to Jay, uh, is in, actually in the process of buying a second vehicle. And I will say the average car that meets, that, that, that meets her needs, her familial needs, right, is not $10,000. So it is. I got it. It is hard mm-hmm. to get, you know what I'm trying to say? When you, when you start getting it. So again, got to get you from point A to point B safely. But if you got a kid, you got to have, you know what I'm saying? Kid, you and your significant other, you got to have at least three seats, which means you need a four door. You know what I'm saying? So you, you start, you start, the price that steadily starts shifting and does start rising, right? Well, so, well this is going to say on here, but obviously to get in the trucks, we're talking about the more, the larger vehicles, SUVs are going to cost more. So that's, they're going to be probably above this average of 50K. So now we're talking about 60K is 12K. But regardless, to your point, right? What are we talking about here? I got to share again the tab. It's talking about that vehicle you already have. Your sister got a car to trade in, right? She got a car right now. No, right. I'm yes. not saying her, yeah. right? Let me. But I'm saying in right, general, right, most people right, got a right, car, right? Yeah. right? So yeah. now you got that trade in value. You already got some equity in the current car that you have. Now, here's the issue: what most people do. Same thing with a primary house when they they mortgage. The issue is you still got a loan on your vehicle, and so now you can't get like me, like and and you. But I own my vehicle outright. So at a point in time, I could have got $30,000 from my car when it was going up in value. I didn't have to worry right. about paying it off. I could just went, sold it, and I got everything out. So right now, if I want to transition to a car, right, I can get me another 20, 25, 30K car if I save up 10K, right? If I save up 10K, my car worth at least 20 right now, I can get a 30K car. I sell my car. My car is worth 10, 20, and then I have 10K. I go and get 30. That's what I'm saying in this example. Your car worth five, ten thousand dollars assuming you own it outright. Remember, see, if you do what this says, remember, they're talking about continuously getting the car loan. Don't continuously get the car loan. Don't continuously have the lien on the asset because it's going to make it harder for you to liquidate it. And that's why I was talking about where stuff starts getting confusing. Y'all hear the whole story. So now if we're talking about if you want to save up to 10K, 
your car probably worth five to ten k. I mean, m- most people, in short, is their vehicle is worth ten thousand dollars if you got if you got it within the last five years or so, especially with everything going up in value. So you got twenty k. The issue is your car, you don't own it outright, and you still probably got a ten to fifteen k loan on it. So you don't actually have the full value of the car. That's the issue. That's not my problem. I t- I've been told you pay off the debt. We we going on two years. Okay, so y'all, <laughs> the car the car should have been paid off. But even in that case, even if you save up to ten k. How about this? If you go however fast you can save up 10K and if your vehicle still works fine, why don't you just continuously to save up so you can get close to that 15, 20K amount? Or how about this? Let's say you can save up 10K in five months or $2,000 a month. You buy a 10K car, right? Then I'm just talking about for five more months, you save up another. Remember, buy it, you bought a, ca- a car cash or you have no car payment, right? So now right. you continuously save that 2K. Shout out to Dave Ramsey Method here for those that know. Now you have what? Another 10K and your car is, guess what? A car you just bought, bought for 10K. Five months later, guess how much it's still worth? 10K. In five months? I'm going to say eating some change. It's not worth it. I'm going to say eating some change. Jordan, don't make me go to cars.com and listen, 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 a car say, and then come I'm, back I'm, in, in July. I'm going to say eating some change. It also depends on the wear and tear. Listen, okay. So we're okay, talking I got about you. Fine. Like this. This. Yeah. Fine. We'll drop that to AK. Now I have okay. $18,000 since Jordan is so pressed on the 2K that is about to lose in five months. Now I got $18,000. Now you can move it to $18,000 car. Now let's do the same thing again. Right now we in an 18K car right in July. Right. Technically August, right? Because you know, this month's almost over. Now it's August. And we in an 18k vehicle. I save up 10k again, right? In five months, and why transition to? Because Jordan says it's gonna be down 2k, so 16k. Now I'm in a 20, a 26 thousand dollar car. That's a nice vehicle. You can get you a nice used US, uh, USV, UFC. You can get you a nice <laughs> used SUV, uh, you know, CRV, Rav4, whatever it is, the, t- the top of the line SUV, safe ones that you know, a couple of years old in that 25, 30k range, and that's gonna take you 10 months to do. Boom. Problem is people, people don't have the money to oh, do yeah. that because they're not in that situation to begin with. To the start. You know what I'm saying? They, they ain't pay off the debt, right? Well, so, well, then who is bank right telling me to get this to take off this 20% for? Who are they talking? <laughs> <laughs> who are they? Reporting like they talking to somebody, as Kevin Hart said in 40-year virgin, you somebody nigga wearing this nigga tie. They saw, yeah. they talking to some type of somebody. Do they want to save up this payment, right? For this down payment. And by the way, too, and I talked about this, people can save up down payments. People save up down payments, shout to the houses people get. People save up down payments. They just yeah. don't have any money after that. People will save for a down payment, but trust and believe. Oh, my goodness. All right, let's talk about the morning numbers. Edmonds, all right, cool. How much will my car payment be? Here we go to wrap up. So, hold on, what, what time are we on? Okay, we got a minute. We got an hour 30. All right. Telling you what you can expect your car payment to be. New car, 700. Loan amount. Okay, so here we go, 41,000. So, even this time, what, 2% of that is going to be? It's going to be 8K. So, still in the 8K, 10K range. Used cars will going to be a little under 30K. At least interest rate. Look, God. <laughs> I talked about the double interest rate. I didn't know. I don't. I don't know like what interest rates are except for houses. They it's almost ten percent. That's crazy, y'all. I want to be very clear. If I could do something and guarantee myself a nine point three four percent return, I do. I would invest in anything else. Nine point three four guarantee. This guaranteed. This what the bank making off you. That's crazy. That's crazy. Oh my goodness. Okay, average monthly car payments. Getting your credit score, financial DNA. Okay, yes, my impact. Cool. All right. Now this is. Um, okay, this chart is sideways, so it's going to give me two seconds so I can read this. All right, boom. That's why I talk about your credit score doesn't impact your car, um, your your payment that much. This is saying if you're 781 to 850, which is essentially A race, it's going to be A, B, C, D, E, right? These ranges. Even if you have a 780, right, you're going from 706 to 688. That's not that big of a difference from an interest rate standpoint. Obviously, it's a whole range. Right. 
a lot of stuff. But they're saying right now, you know, from a, the worst credit score to the best credit score, your payment for a new car could range from six hundred and ninety dollars. That's right. Hold on. This is saying, look at here, go my mouse. New cars is six hundred ninety dollars for three hundred to five hundred. And new cars, six eighty eight. Yes, sir. This is I don't work for bank rate. What this is as as your score credit score gets worse, your payment should be higher. But hey, that I guess that I, that's that's how that's how uh, it should work. That's yeah, not what this shows. Because it's, it's like why is it so it goes up? So the median credit score basically has the worst rate. That's yeah, it has the worst rate. What this might be is that not this isn't like you know they're not directly um correlated. But the lower your credit score, the lower the um the car you're getting might cost less so they gotcha. uh, so the the vehicle no this might be a 20k vehicle this might be a 50k you know what i mean and then this right. is like in the this is in the middle so these people that got the most fomo so this is the people gonna get you know they're gonna get the 40k mercedes benz and you know, like you should just got the 20k honda so, so that the, yeah yeah the assumption is the lower credit score people are getting a lesser value yeah car. The, yeah the, yeah the car costs less gotcha. yeah and they went and they also might be in two which is going to impact your uh your minimum payment they might be getting a longer term so they might be getting the term that's you know creating that close to you know 84 um 96 for the you know to get the average extend versus these people might be on the uh four five year or you know the 48 uh 60 for the term that's that's just my guess from that all right and so my credit okay this is i hate when they do this they show the bar chart and then they just give me the like just show me the table this was that was screwing me when i was doing the student loan episode that's they're showing a chart in the table chart at the table Okay, again, saying, all right, what are you looking at? New cars. Oh, look, look, I'm right. I'm not right, but you know, I'm, I'm just guessing. Let's see, I, I don't read these articles ahead of time. This is how, this how I know I know what I'm talking about because, you know, this is this what it's hey, showing us, you see? This literally, what, literally, that, what, literally what we just said. Listen, that new car price from the, the top credit score level to the lowest credit score level, though, ain't that different. They, they, yeah, they're that not that different. That's yeah, that. but what they're doing, remember, like I said, these people are probably getting a longer term. Right, right, right. The, the race is the same. See, and they're probably putting uh, less down. So that's that's how you get that math thing. It's crazy. It's, shout out to my internet timestamps. I promise you, I don't read these articles ahead of time. Oh, did you want to say something about it? My bad. I was gonna say, why did the median? Why did the median credit score people got them trying to get the newest car? The FOMO people. Come this, on, is, this, is a, this is the FOMO because it's the tripping. people. They they make like a good amount of money, but not enough of money, or also a good not enough of money. They make a good amount of money. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's still not enough of money. They don't make it's enough of money, enough. but also, also too, they're in a situation where they like got a lot of cash, but don't have a lot of cash. The seven, I mean, I'm just keep it real. This is this is where we're at. So these these people got more likely, not guaranteed, but more likely to have the emergency fund, or more likely gotcha. to even if they do say they do take out car loans, they might be like I said, saving for a hefty down payment for it, or they might be doing something where they're projecting five, ten years out. So they're even investing some of that money, right? Okay, we plan on having a $500 car payment in 10 years, I'm going to invest $500 in the stock market, right? And so when 10 years come out, you know, that that type of stuff, that type of logic. Right. First, now you get here, these people, they got money, but don't got money. And they trying to they trying to keep up with these people. But these people not getting <laughs> the same car that they got. This is the keeping up with the Joneses section. This this is the definition of like, you know, middle, you know, lower class, middle class, upper class, like this is this is this is where you don't want to be. This is the this is the middle of the middle class. This is the middle of the middle class. You know, you don't want an interjection. Shout out to my neighbor, Joe. Why did they listen? Two weeks ago, they just pulled up with his and her Teslas, Model Y. You know, you just like, I'm like, that's cool. But I'm like, in my head, I'm just like, somebody had to have died and they just inherited a lot of money or they had the lottery or like they had don't wish don't wish that i don't know i don't know it was a joke in the sense 
bottom line up front, they came into a large influx of money. That's what I'm trying to mm-hmm. say. Because it's like, how you just pull up with his hair? So they they had it. What was it? They had a, a Nissan. So they traded in the Nissan, right? So the Nissan has not come mm-hmm. back. So the Nissan is definitely gone. But they still got a, a truck. And they got the his and her Teslas. And, and, and you know, both the, I'm talking, when I say his and her, like, they, I mean, same color model. You know, one is the, um, one is like the, um, the SUV version. So one is like the, mm. the, the car and one is the truck. Mm, but I was yeah, like, that's 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 nuts, man. I'm like, that's at least at least eighty eighty to eighty two hundred. Yeah, yeah. Running run into my that driveway right there. That's crazy. That's the one thing I hate when people try to fake on the cars. P I already know how much your car costs. Just tell me what year it is and if it's new or not. I'll just look it up real quick. <laughs> Shout out what to is the uh, point of that? what is the what are we obfuscating like Google ain't the thing. Like you know what I'm saying? Like we, we all buy that. the same cars. Like, most most people, yeah, cars usually cost the same amount, not like houses, right? Car cars cost the same, you know, they relatively yeah, cost the same yeah. amount. But how about this? Most people have what the dealership they bought it from on the license plan. <laughs> I'm just gonna go to the dealership website and your car's still there. I got the VIN number, which Listen. is public information, and it's your they they remove your car from the website. Like, I even gotta get an estimate on the model of that car. I can look up that yeah. car specifically, like your car. Yeah. I can look it up and figure out how yeah. much it costs. Look. Or I can just go down to the dealer and they probably tell you how much they sold it for. <laughs> This is, oh I mean, gosh. yeah, hide your finding, you know, be, you know, d- as discreet as you want to be with your finances, but this is talking about, you know, the taboo-ness around it. It's like, don't, y- y'all be like, I ain't going to tell how much my car, man. Boy, please. Yeah, I'm, I'm a, I just Googled it. I just Google. I Google, I Google people's car all the time. It's on the back. It's a, it's a Mercedes something, something, and I just Google it and see how much it costs. Then, then you're going to exactly. tell me what year it is. Oh, my goodness. Like, <laughs> all right, let me talk about, oh, again, here we go, the interest rates. God, now this is what, this is how it should be for the car, the price of the car. So see the Ooh. price of the car, right? New cars. It should no. It should it should be inverse. So technically, as your credit score gets higher, it makes sense if your new car price gets uh, higher as well. But this is how it should be, right? Your credit score is, uh, impacts your interest rate a lot. But as you can see, look at this percentage, y'all. This is what I'm yeah. saying, and this is where it's like when I tell people, you know, why do people have stuff that don't have money? Why do we let people who don't have money take out debt? This is twenty percent. This is a credit card. This is a credit card. I know I'm screaming. This is a this is these numbers are insane. It's like just the first time I'm seeing it because I don't really know the interest rates like that. As I said, this is high, this is high. This is teaching this me is deep, don't deep, have, deep deep subprime. <laughs> don't have below a 601 credit score. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> and, and, I mean, don't don't try to finance a car. Period. But if you definitely are, if you go if you're going that route, you definitely need to make sure your credit score is 602 yeah. or higher. Right? Yeah. Or how or how about this? I know I think I said this. I've already said this before, but I've talked about you know. I believe on here, and I tell my clients this: How do you know if you have a high interest rate or not? In short, outside of a mortgage and credit card, right? credit cards gonna be high. But outside of a mortgage, which you know they fluctuate, they are what they are. If it's above five percent, you have a high interest rate. What do we see right here with people with the best credit score? What are they getting? Uh, highest is three point eight four on a new car. That's yeah, but but I'm saying yeah, what I'm saying is the the people who have the best credit score, they don't get they don't get an interest rate above five percent. Oh yeah. And how about this? What what do, do you do you notice the one thing about this chart? Real quick, I'll give you 10 seconds if you can see it. What am I supposed to notice that other than that? So we got the credit scores, okay, got them listed out. Uh they're they're getting super prime vehicles, at least for the top one, right? New car, mm-hmm. used car. They're they're roughly the same uh for the new car and the used car. The people with the best credit score are the only ones where their interest rate is lower on the used car than the new. <laughs> Everybody else, okay. the used car is higher. This and this and this is what I'm talking about. Look, you want to be able to, you know, you be the superstar player. You get different treatment. 
So everybody but the perfect score. Now we already get the lowest. We right. You already getting the lowest interest rate. But then if you get right. used, we'll give you a lower one. You know why they are giving their lower one? Because they probably in a position where they can pay cash for a used car, or they can just go to somebody else. So the bank, right? The bank trying to get this loan on the. Never mind. I ain't gonna yeah, go I got you. I got you. Yeah, you gotta come sit. Yeah, you gotta come sit. Yeah, you gotta come sit. Yeah, come sit down with me. All right, then are we almost done? Okay, yeah, we at the bottom line. All right, because I know we like way over time. Clearly, neither Jordan or I have something to do. That's how y'all know whether or not. You know what I mean? That's how y'all know whether or not. We have something to do. The episode will get over pretty quick. But now here they're going to talk about the, um, this should be the term. And again, like I said, for those who don't know, how cars are calculated for the term are in months. So mortgages, when you see a 30, that's years or 15 year, right? Cars, again, are calculated in months. So this is anywhere from 60 months to 72, which is anywhere from five to six years. Okay. And so... Yep, used cars gonna be lower. Yep, yep. Look at look at that though. See yeah. the, the they're gonna have the low yeah lowest one right there, and that's remember like so again I'm not gonna go but you know they got the the low the car the value of the car right all this type of stuff that's how you see the interest rate can stay a little bit closer to these people because they got about the same percentage uh, for that but the term's gonna be longer here for this one so that's how they they get their payment to stay about the same. That's crazy. Okay, talking about how to calculate your costs. Yes, uh, vehicle maintenance, same thing. I talk about with a house. You got to do your vehicle maintenance in there. A lot of you went out here and you got to use luxury vehicle, Mercedes, Audi, BMW. And the issue is your 25K. Mercedes still has the 40 or 50K maintenance that that actual Mercedes cost when it was a new car. And that's why you're struggling financially. It's okay. You don't have to tell me. I know. Um, add the right your insurance cost kind of is what it is. Insurance, you know, predicate on your age, your driving history, accidents, things like that. Tickets um, from there. Right. Fuel costs, obviously. And then yes, you got you, know, you got paid to register. You got please factor in the fact you got to register your vehicle so you don't not operate <laughs> now illegally. Okay, insurance and uh registration taxes is just, you know it's it's the legal process. You kind of can't skate those. Um, they're saying bottom line, available race right. So it's talking about vehicle financing. All right, again, if you don't have a car, I highly if you don't have a car. If you if you have a car, but you're looking to get a new one, highly recommend that you do not take out debt. If you currently have a car and you have debt and you're looking to pay it off, I recommend you aggressively pay off that joker. One of the biggest hinders. I think it is the biggest one. I think it is the number one factor why people stay in the middle class is their car payment. Because you can imagine people have these in perpetuity. And then with a lot, not a lot, but a good amount of people do, they'll get a car loan for who? Their kids. Or so car, car, cars are very easy. To, people, people, won't buy, people try to, but they don't just buy houses. You know what I mean? They don't just buy a house. People will get a car note in a heartbeat because, you know, you can get a 200, 300. Okay. We're talking about that investing amount, right? I mean, a couple hundred dollars with it turns. Okay. And, and you wonder why. If you have a, this thing, if you have a car loan your whole life, you get. You, nah, nope. My first, my first car, my parents let me come up with half and they matched it. I had $2,500. They gave me $2,500. I got a 5K car and it was what it is, what it was. You know what I'm saying? What it, now, not, it, it lasts for a while. It has some issues. I had to get some small stuff fixed. So shout out to my Saturn Ion. I think it was like a two thousand. Yeah, the Saturn they out of business. They, Saturn, no more. they don't even exist anymore. Exactly. People don't even know what that is. I had a Saturn Ion. That joint was legit. Um, it, it, honestly, I think it ran all the way up until so I got that my senior year. So what? I got three years out of it. So I got all the way basically right right before I came to Bowie. I actually got into an accident my last semester at when I was in West Virginia. Right. So the car actually got totaled and they didn't have replacement parts for it. You know what I mean? But I bet they did. Yeah. So I mean, you know, saying so all to say, I think it, I think it would have made it even longer than that had it not, you know what I mean, had it not got to an accident. So saying all to say, you can get a pretty decent car, you know, for cash value and it lasts you a while and you not have to have a note, right? Mm-hmm. So right. yeah. Now, yeah, look, the one the one of the benefits of having like the beta car is you you value 
the the newer like if you've ever been out and you've been in an accident you've been ever if you had a car no longer had a car right yeah. you're waiting to get your car back you you understand uh, i just need so i need something with an engine that can go about 60 70 miles now I, that's all, that's because I, I can't travel i can't try i can't carry this stuff and travel faster yeah. and so that's why it's so important to truly factor in that maintenance so you keep your car up and running as long as possible and that's why i say the benefit of doing your research when you start you know you're in a 5k 10k car all right just get what it is you know and if you're gonna transition out of it quick you know cool make sure you do the maintenance but you start getting to that 20 and up 30k plus make sure you understand what you're getting with this vehicle because since it does go down in value you want to keep it as long as possible one all, all the cars are going to go down in value and they talk about you know should you buy a newer used car they all can go down to roughly the same place assuming it's the same type of vehicle etc cetera, etc cetera. so at the end of the day you want to keep your 2k 3k car as long and running as long as possible and running as long as possible so you get as much or don't you know feel the brunt as much if you losing you know 30k you know you want <laughs> i'd rather lose 30k over you know 10 years and 30k over five years i mean did you tell you the truth all right i'd rather go down a little bit slower and i was gonna say yeah. by the way a good threshold of measurement for that so let's say you buy a car it costs five thousand dollars you don't in maintenance and this is just i mean it's my personal rule of thumb you don't want to spend more than the value of the car in maintenance right so if there's a a something that happens to the car and it costs more than five thousand to fix it that car in my head is considered total, it's totaled right? out that's how that's yeah. how insurance companies do if, you, if your car exactly. is worth 5k and the repairs are 7k this car's total and so that, exactly. that's that's uh that happens too one of the things too oh this is something if you have a loan on your car and this is this is why i, I just i'm just like what did, who did y'all get your information from financially y'all didn't i don't even understand people will have a loan on their car let's say it's you know the car is worth 15k and they got um you know a 15 14k loan on it and they end up totaling out their car and somehow their car was actually worth 20k that happened to me i totaled my car and it was like my parents think bought it for like 9 10k and we got like a 13k check for it but my parents paid for my car cash so now we you know we, we just went and got myself another car however right. people in the scenario they'll have a 15k car they got a loan then the, the insurance company gave them a 20k check guess what they'll go do they'll go get a 25k car it's like Ow. wait 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 this is backwards <laughs> So you just gotta level up. You gonna go to board debt? Level that, up that's not you, you, you leveling up from a <laughs> you leveling up for a debt standpoint. I'm just like logically, I don't even understand. I, I don't even think to do that. I got 15k in debt. The insurance company just gave me 20k. I would at least just I would go get another 5k loan and have five thousand dollars. Right. You know what I mean? I would, I, would, I would pay off my car, get another 15k loan. I'm in the same spot. At least I got 5k, and actually right. I would get a 10k loan because I got 20k. I would go buy my car again. That's exactly. the issue. Why don't you just go buy your car again? They got more of your cars. They got your cars out here. Your exactly. Cars, your cars out here for sale. And that's where it's just like that's decision making. So if you unfortunately, hopefully, you know, obviously it's more important from a health standpoint. But if your vehicle does get totaled out and you still have a loan on it and you get as much or more as far as how much you have for that loan, do not go more into debt. So if you get a, a 20K check and you got a 15K loan, go buy your car again for 15K and you got 5K in there or buy the same car. And now you got 10K left. Or would you, you know, if you can thug it out. Cause now you got no car payment. Cause when you got this car payment, you're paying four, five, six, seven hundred dollars. Go get right. you a five k car, save up for a couple of months. Never mind. Shout out to Dave Ramsey, man. This is why he the goat. But it's just like it's it, it's not a year. Like it's just a couple of months. Then if you stay your ass in the house, stop parking. Never mind. That that's why your car. That's why your car. One of the reasons y'all got no money is y'all go out too much. And so you putting all this wear and tear on your car that you can't afford. You can't afford to go out and put that wear and tear. Never mind. All right, lock and loaded. This is not the episode. So. Wrap up section. Quick what recap. Are we? Oh, oh, we got it. 
Now I was going to say, quick recap for the fitness section, uh, fitness section, what are workout modifications and how can you use them in different ways? Workout modifications are the process of adjusting variables to increase or decrease the complexity of the workout. Ultimately, this will change how you perform the movement. Uh, you should modify a workout when you're trying something new. Don't feel the exercise working the targeted muscle groups that has limited range of motion or you feel pain or discomfort. Okay. Uh, and it can be used to increase or decrease the intensity of a workout. Some forms to increase the intensity of the workout include changing the angle of impact, uh, slowing down the motion, um, increasing or decreasing stability, increasing increasing or decreasing wet reps or weight. Okay. Wrapping up that fitness section. All right. Going on to the finance section. That section. All right, car, shout out. what's keeping the middle class down? It's these damn car payments. It's always weird when I just went and I go again. But anyway, <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah, car payments. It says seven hundred dollars for a new car on average, and five hundred dollars for a used car. But again, most people have what two vehicles, so it's really closer to a thousand to fourteen hundred dollars because they usually have two of these car payments, not just one. We looked at what the average is as far as a mortgage in the United States, averages a little over fourteen hundred dollars. So if you're in a situation where you stay to these averages from a mortgage standpoint and a new car standpoint for two people, you literally have two mortgage payments. Seven hundred plus seven hundred is fourteen for your car and then your house payments fourteen hundred dollars. If you want to know your if your car payment is egregious, if it's if you add them up and it's it's close to your mortgage, you, you got you got a problem. Also, to don't roll over negative equity into a loan. So if your car is worth 10K and it's got a loan on it for 15K, don't roll that 5K and negative equity over into a new loan. If your car does unfortunately get totaled out, obviously it's more important that you're okay. But if you're okay from a health standpoint and you end up getting a 20K car, uh, I mean, a check from an insurance company and your car has a loan on it for 15K, don't go and get you a 25K loan. Get the same car you had, a 15K loan, or even look to get a 10K car. Or pay cash for a 15k car and now you got excuse me a 5k car and you pay off your 15k loan and now that you don't have that minimum payment that car payment you've been kicking out for these last few years you can put that to the side to save up to help you transition out of your 5k car into a 10k car because if you take these numbers right you're paying 500 700 it's not gonna take you that long to get you're gonna have you're gonna you're gonna have five thousand dollars in less than a year i mean five five times 12 is six thousand so it's gonna take you a year tops to get you to a 10k car all right, so those things to be weary of when it comes to car payments definitely keeps everybody down. Do everything you can to not only do your research for the cards you want, but get out of card debt as fast as possible. Again, that snowball method, it ranks where it ranks for us how much you have left. But usually for most people, it's going to be right for your student loans. It's going to be after your credit cards, but, you know, it's going to be your second to last one for most people. But all right, you have anything else? You are at this point in the episode and you have not liked, share, subscribe, comment, rate, review. Please, please, please do so. We appreciate anybody who's tuning in, watch this episode live. If you, even if you're not watching live and you watch this episode, we still want all the smoke, like, share, subscribe, rate, comment, review, put us in your group chat, send us to your friends. We appreciate you. Check us out on all podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all that good stuff. If, we're, if there's a place where you can listen to podcasts, type in Court in Full Effect, you will find us on there. All right. We appreciate you. Thank you very much. Jordan. Yes, sir. If people want fitness help, what can they do? You can reach out to me at Stop Stalling J. That's S-T-O-P-S-T-A-L-L-I-N-G-J-A-Y. Or you can follow my business page at FinallyFit06. That's F-I-N-A-L-L-F-I-T-06. One of these days, I'm going to stop spelling this stuff. But until then, you're getting all this information. That's on most social media platforms, okay, including Facebook, 
uh, Instagram. We, you know, trying to get the YouTube back up with the business page. Anyways, you can check us out there or you can follow us at our website at www.finallyfit.live where you can pay $60 for a monthly subscription. Actually, there's very prices for monthly subscriptions. But anyways, $60 is what I'm always going to tell you because that's our Monday Wednesday class. That's our immediate to advanced class because I want you to get the most work where you get eight to 10 workouts a week, depending on how many Monday Wednesdays are available in the month. Uh, at 5.30 a.m., you can come see me, see Corey, see some more of the FitFin. We work out live, get this sweat in, as well as a monthly check-in where we set your goals, set up milestones so you can meet those goals, get a good solid sweat in, and I help you manage your calories and work towards that fitness goal, all right? Also, access to the virtual drive. Don't forget that. We record all our classes live, and they are available later at your at your use, at your availability, okay? Corey. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. You I was gonna that? say, you still doing in person? No, no, no. In person has been tabled. Just for okay, time. I, I gotta know because I be I yeah, be saying yeah, it. Yeah. I gotta ask you. Okay, so if you listening, and you don't don't know more in person for offer. I got. I'll remember on Wednesday. Yes, sir. And then I, what about the Tuesday, Thursday? Yeah, the Tuesday, Thursday is available for the. Okay, for the, so, not so okay. yeah, so the Tuesday, Thursday is also available for the beginner classes. That's all I'm saying. Go on to the website, y'all. Please check out www.finallyfit.live. They it explains it all in there. I've been doing my best to update the website to to adjust for what is being offered. But ultimately, the rehearsal has been tabled because, as Corey knows, I have look. I'll be working like. I be working like I got like ten jobs because I do got like ten jobs. So, yeah. <laughs> so I got a, I got a full time or part time. I'm a, in a business. You know what I'm saying? So the business oh, I had to take a step back from the in person because the part time is is the yeah I got during the time. I got you. Okay, put it yeah. like this: I I don't work for Finally Fit. If Jordan tells you whatever, if you if you come for me and go to Jordan, don't say what Corey said because I, you know, I, I'm not in charge of finally fit. Anyways, <laughs> so I, I make I make I make sure I clarify that and make sure I let people know for what Wednesday. But um, as you go transition to because we have to wrap up finance, financial coaching, fifty dollars for one one hour session a month, a hundred dollars for up to one one hour session a week. So you know, four to five, whatever it is. If you want some of this information, where I always be like cutting myself off and be like, oh no. Look, so, so my, my client, yeah, my, my, my clients have to have a reason to pay me. Okay, I can't be out here telling all everything that I tell them when they give me money, then I'm telling them everything for give me all free. So it's gotta be a little bit barrier for that, right? And also too, a lot of y'all just need to sit down. Um, depending on depending on how much debt you have, but I can get you turned around. I turn a handful of clients out in, a, in under a year, complete. Turn everything around. Get out. Got them on a the budget. Got them investing. Got the life insurance. Figure out what they're doing from an investment standpoint. Not a financial advisor or a fiduciary. I give my disclaimers, but you know it is what it is. Everybody's out here talking. You know that junk on the internet. But I'm just saying, it's gonna be. And, and I tell you how much money you spent and the value you got as well. So I, I give you a recap. Like this, how much money you spent. And it's the progress that you made. And you know the time in which you did it. And like I said, I'm, I'm I don't have to calculate, it, but I'm getting close to probably you know five hundred thousand dollars in debt, and then I ain't helped twenty, you know, all right, whatever. But I'm just saying, a lot of y'all, for those of y'all been watching this from a because uh, you know fitness journey take a while, but from a finance standpoint, if you coming up on being here a, a day one and you ain't you know you scared because the student loans about to start back up, and y'all know I'm about I'm about to be when they start back up, I'm be on your head. That's it. Okay, you need you need to reach out. Okay, you better lock in. You better lock in. My man's spots is filling up. I, I, you know how I know. Oh, because I be sending people. I be sending them. Okay, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Listen, I ain't about to hold y'all because we finances. So people don't need for you know to wrap this up because I know we running on two hours. So finance is a very common topic that comes up. You know what I mean? Especially you know amongst family, friends. You know, in your your close inner circle, or even amongst people. You know, you might be talking about something else, and it always leads to back to you know how much money you spent on it or whatever. So finances comes up. And being in the position that we in, you know, to be be blessed to, you know, to 
major on what we end with also be, you know, blessed with the information that we received from Corey, the guidance to be able to spend that money. Cause again, it's not what you make, it's what you keep. You know what I mean? We were able to pay off some debt, retain some funds, set up our emergency fund, you know what I mean? Invest. So saying all that to say, I, I know what I've been through and what my finances look like now. And I try to get as many of my friends, family associates to look like that. So I send my people over. He said, I, listen, Corey, let you know, I, I look, <laughs> I'd be calling him like, hey, bro, you got about 10 minutes? Because I set up. So saying only, that say, it, only if it took 10 minutes. Listen, <laughs> it don't, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I got you. Listen, but I, so saying that to say, check him out. Because if you don't fill up his spots, I will. All right. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's only 24 hours in a day, and I got, I got to, you know, I got a 95 too. So you know, on the you know Monday through Friday is about you know two, to, and I do my best not to do on Monday through Friday. I do my best to keep everybody on Saturdays and Sundays, anyways. But you know, the demand increases, and you know, but yeah, but um, yeah, you gotta reach out because when these, as I, as I said, I can't wait because the student, the student loan hearing is, is Tuesday. I hope they don't push it back. I have a heart attack. Regardless, the student loans. Remember. If they rule, whatever they rule, but if they rule on Tuesday, your student loans start back up in 60 days. Now, they might not start up immediately in 60 days because your provider still has to let you know when your payments are starting back up. But just as a reminder, the student loans are scheduled to start back up no sooner than 60 days after when the hearing ends. And if the hearing is still going on slash ends June 30th, then they'll start no sooner than 60 days after that. Okay, so just be prepared. Yeah, everybody want this forgiveness. But for those of you going to get this forgiveness but still have student loan debt you and they rule Tuesday, okay, I, I hope I hope you've been listening when I told you you keep making... A lot of y'all could have been in a situation where the student loans could have paid off your debt, like Jordan's wife is in. Y'all, could, If y'all would have just been paying it, never mind. Listen, you could... They don't, they don't want that combo. They don't want that combo. They're not ready. They're not ready. Because you should have been locked... Uh, ultimately, I mean, we, uh, we keep running. It don't matter. It's two hours. Look, let's keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Listen, ultimately, what you should you should have been taking that money and putting it on the debt, regardless of what the, the outcome is for the student loan, right? So you could have been paying it down aggressively throughout the duration. I mean, as Corey has stated before, you know, as all these things have been happening, fluctuating, these extensions keep getting extended even after they have that final extension. We, <laughs> you could have had. Uh, a significant amount of your loan paid off, if not all of it at this point in time, or at least gotten to the point where you're at the point where you're waiting for the 10,000, you know, the, the 10,000 mark. Ultimately, you know what I mean? That's 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 where we're at, right? We we, we had the money to pay off, off the loan in total, but we, we got it sitting at 10,000, you know what I mean? <laughs> On the dot, because I want my 10,000 paid if I can, you know, if I can get it paid. However, you know what I mean? I, I I got ten thousand in the account in case they come back on the you know on the 20th and say they tripping, you know, we we can't do this. Okay, either way, I plan on being debt free. 60 days as early as 60 days from February 28th or as late as 60 days from now because we ain't gonna wait that long so <laughs> I was gonna, but just to, to capitalize the range uh, yeah as late as uh, 60 days from what is it is it June 30th is that what it is yeah I'm so sure. I think okay. August 29th something like that it'd probably be like the first you know day in September technically I mean, that's a weird day but yeah so sometime in May from to August you know the end of August yeah from May to August right? yeah not nah, the end of yeah. beginning end of beginning of May so certainly 60 days from Tuesday is April 29th Gotcha. So, so anywhere from April 29th to August 29th, I think they can start back up with gotcha. 20 or something like that. That's that's the on wax. That's what's on wax. And they can keep reneging. Right. Right. They, they said it's the last time we're pushing it back two times. But yeah, that, that's just something um to remember. Because a lot of y'all, I'm just telling you, when they start back up, don't now you don't got no money. Inflation is high. Try try to help y'all out. I saw yeah. a whole man. We ain't gonna go down this rabbit hole. Maybe one day we literally we should just have a whole another episode on student loans. We got so much to talk about, but I saw a whole <laughs> Um, how how this will destroy the economy when they start adding the loans back into uh back into people's lives and it's it's just like bro you had you had time you had time now mind you i understand there's been some economic discomfort you know some layoffs people not being able to maintain you know support blah 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 i get it right pandemic 
I get that type of stuff, right? But ultimately, it, it didn't take you the whole pandemic to get back on your feet. You know what I mean? Um, even if it did, you should be getting, you know, get back to the point where you're stabilizing now and be prepared for what is going to happen. Because, you know, at some point, they're going to say, you know, they they never said they were going to turn it off without the intent of turning it back on, which is stupid because, you know, ultimately the problem history is doomed to repeat itself, right? We, we've already addressed that, right? They're just putting a bandage on, bandage on a on a bullet wound at this point, you know what I mean? Even with this forgive, quote unquote forgiveness, right? Because they never said they were going to stop making the loans. They're just making the loans, right? The, you know, so. It's, 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 it's a problem still even after the resolution of this this current ongoing situation. However, mm. you should have been prepared. They gave you enough time while they were, you know, stuttering in place, right? We're going on uh, three years. Yeah. Do y'all know what 2020 is? Do y'all know from 2020 to 2023 is three years? That's three years. You know how long three years? You could have went, went and got a master's. You could have you could have went to school. You could almost got a bachelor's. That's a long time. You could have went and got another high school degree. This is a, You could have went through middle school. This is a long time. Yeah. It's a very long time, and this is why I understand why a student life is so much. Four hours, there's just so much. Imagine when you have articles. Imagine I was going through the articles. I'm like, this is just so much information. It but is. the last thing is, and I don't know how they're going to restart the student loans when they restart them. But let's just say, you know, when you got your student loans, let's just say your interest rate was six percent and your minimum payment was five hundred dollars. I'm just saying, for example, and you have fifty thousand dollars in student loan debt. Let's say you've been paying it down this whole time, and now you got thirty k left, right, in student loan debt. They might. I don't know what the technical term is, but they might essentially give you a new interest rate slash give you a new minimum payment. Like, hey, you know, we're, we're now you actually have 30K left because when they do the forgiveness, right, drop to 10K, like, they, they might restart your loan payments lower based off of the fact that you actually have, you know, a 30K left on this balance instead of the 50K. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do, but the only way you can take advantage of the situation if you would have been continuously paying down your student loan debt this whole time. Now, as Jordan said, pandemic right people had the pandemic they lost their income but then when i pulled up these minimum wage numbers you know what minimum wage is now in maryland six 60k no minimum wage not the average oh <laughs> oh, minimum oh, wage. oh 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 um you talk about hourly okay yeah. I, mean, I thought we talked about, about listen you gotta be specific i thought we talked about average. i said minimum wage i said my bad so it was it used to be seven dollars right so it's probably i'm gonna say 12. it's 13. 13. Okay, I think it's $13.25. That's $26,000. If you work two full-time jobs, you make 50 k If you and your spouse don't have no kids, you should make 100 k in Maryland. If you don't have... Okay, now, if you don't have any kids, if you have no kids and you're married, your household income in Maryland should be $100,000. They're giving you twenty six k for working minimum wage eight hours. Go get you two, go get you two McDonald's jobs. Go get you McDonald's and Chick-fil-A. McDonald's and Burger King. They, that's 50 k Hold on, because everybody think I'm lying. We're gonna wrap up. I, I this, this this stuff is just it just dumbfounds me. Oh crap, I got the wrong thing up. I done messed up. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna get it right, y'all. I got too much stuff. Where's it at? Well, there we go. I, Minimum wage Maryland. I was gonna yeah, say when looking it up, I was just gonna touch on the fact that we were talking about the student. Oh, the repayment situation. So mm. when you based off you talking about they could potentially get a whole new payment, uh, it really mm. probably just depends on what I mean, they might do a whole, you know, they reclassify your loan, but I think it really just depends on how you're paying your loan off. It could be income based, it could be standard, right? So if it's income, yeah. you know, I mean, all those that type of things pay it, you know, play a factor yeah. in how you pay your there, loan off. Too. It's too many factors. It is. Look at that. It's thirteen twenty-five. Let me zoom in. I think I did this another episode. Look at this in Maryland. Now, obviously, I'm not going to do every state, right? I'm talking about Maryland though, but Maryland is one of the you know highest cost of living states. It's thirteen twenty-five. Now y'all can't see the calculator, but thirteen twenty-five times two thousand eighty hours is twenty-seven thousand five hundred sixty dollars times two. If you got two minimum wage full-time jobs in Maryland, that's fifty-five k a year. Then if you double that, so your spouse can work because you ain't got no kids, that's one hundred ten thousand dollars. 
Because remember, I, or, I mean, remember, don't remember. Remember when I did the student loan episode? They said the people who got the most student loan debt are people who are married with no kids. These are the conversations people don't want to have. And I, and when I ask for an explanation, they just look at me. If you have no kids and you're married and live in Maryland, you, your income should be 100 k That's what your household income should be gross. I don't, I don't care what anybody says, unless you know deductions and stuff like that. But that's what it should be. No worry, because that's too much work. You're telling me I got to work two full times. That means I got to work 80 hours You ain't got no kids. What you doing? Listen, listen. <laughs> not working 80 hours a week. I'm joking. I'm joking. Well, I'm being well, facetious because no, I've I know what I'm done saying. it. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've, yeah. had I've had two full-time jobs. <laughs> I, I'm serious. I had two full-time jobs before for two months, listen, by the way. But I'm just saying. We were in college. I had three. I think it was three part-times. Three part-times. <laughs> <Look, look, yeah. laughs> part Look, it, it, we still managed to graduate, what, two months? Okay. 3.5 or higher. That's all it lives. Okay. Well, how about this? Uh, it, benefit of working like, you know, McDonald's, these type of jobs is they open earlier. Some, you know, some fast restaurants, they're open 24-7. So it's not like right. with your 9 to 5, you only got a 9 to 5 window to the clock your eight hours you go right. to mcdonald's five six you know you know some of them yeah. 24 7 you can you know you can find a way to work that shift in and on top of that we're nine to five job what can't you do you can't work usually saturday and sunday that's 48 hours gone right never, never mind you can work you can work on saturday and sunday at mcdonald's burger king so yes. can, all right whatever at least get to 60 hours you ain't got no kids now yeah. i wouldn't bring this up if the people who had the most student loan debt weren't married with no kids but that's the case which i'm not student loan, by the way but that's the case that's the case Whatever. Everybody's gonna get mad at me. Everybody's gonna get mad at me. Whatever. Minimum wage is seven twenty-five. So that's fifteen k. So that's thirty. You get two. So it should be sixty k. If you have no kids and you're married, it should be sixty k minimum. What you doing? I don't care about how much debt you. I'm talking about your income. It should be sixty k minimum. What you doing? I'm gonna stop saying it, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm gonna stop it's, saying it. For to say it again. <laughs> I've already said this before. It's a. I've already said this before. <laughs> I've already said this before. Now I see people call it like the after hours. The show's obviously older. We're just gonna post it. But like, it's a very good. It's a very good question. If you have no kids and you're married, what are you doing? If you have no money, like, what what are you doing? Like, massing a, a crap ton of debt. Apparently, you know what I'm saying. No, I, I'm just talking about your income. I'm just talking about your income. Like, what what are you doing with your time? Like, if you. Um, like they're in, the like, they in the street, bro. They're in the clubs. They using the, they're taking this overpriced car that they driving around, right? And they outside with it. Okay, they don't have the time to get a second job, Corey, because they at the club when they open. All right, buying premium drinks. You see what I'm saying? They're not working. You you expect them to work too? Look at how they gonna show the car off if they got two jobs. They can't. What they gonna drive it to McDonald's and that? <laughs> That's a good point. If well, I'm at work, Corey, I'm gonna drive my car around. You are right about that. It's not gonna be driven around. But all, and this is why it's like. You know, maybe you know. So one of my friends, one of my friends, told me he's like, "You should run for politician." I'm like, "No," because I'm going to ask these questions to people. Y'all can come up. You know, when you come up, you can speak to you know your elected officials. Oh, right. you're married with no kids. Okay, minimum wage is thirteen twenty five here in Maryland. Okay, why don't both of you have two full time jobs? Because you, you 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 have no kids, so th this time constraint of kids is does not exist for you. What are what are y'all doing? The club opens at eight. Oh, right. I gotta be alive by ten to get it for free. <laughs> <laughs> so I can catch the drink specials by 11. All right. And this is where it's um, like, I can just end the conversation there. It's like, I, I know we got people with kids, right? We got other situations, but for the people with no kids, right? And if you're single and not dating, you should definitely be working a lot. What are you doing? You're going on vacation with no money. That's what I'm saying. What they're doing is they're going on vacation, racking up this credit card debt with no money. And I'm like, wait, if you don't got no money, why don't you go get some money if you ain't got no kids? I just got the kids' excuse daycare crap, no doctor's appointments, but you ain't got no kids.
I'm gonna keep saying it. Y'all ain't got no kids, so why ain't got no money? <laughs> I'm gonna have to make that post on Instagram and just ask for the explanation. All right, that's it. Locked and loaded. Jordan will just leave and I'll just keep talking to myself. Now that I got the mic and everything set up again, I'm like, this is clean. I can just keep doing <laughs> All right, y'all. Um, we did we did a recap. We'll let you know where to find us again. All of our information is in the show notes on YouTube. Again, if you're not on YouTube, please go over to Cord and In Full Effect. We are working on saying our advertisement slower, et cetera, et cetera. But Cord and In Full Effect, the description, at least on the, uh, no, a lot of the most recent videos, we'll have all of our links there, Instagram, Jordan's finally fit live, et cetera, et cetera. It's all in the show notes on YouTube. All right, bro. You got anything else besides telling me they going to the club? Look, that's it, man. That's it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. There's no excuse, to be honest with you. There's no excuse. Hey, it's no, it's, still, it's the work ethic, bro. People don't got, the, they don't, they don't have the work ethic to match their lifestyle. And it's like, <laughs> that's a you problem. You know what I mean? Let's see, we're not going to get, we not, because we'll, we'll talk for another hour. Let's listen. We'll wrap it up. Yeah. Look, I the minimum. That's what you look, asked me. <laughs> I, look, I know, right? Yeah, and it's not just me. It'd be you too. See, you know what I'm saying? I said, got anything else? Nah, Jordan, keep talking about the student loans. This is why we got the permanent banner for the student loans. It's just sitting here. Question mark, estimation point. I cannot wait till it comes to a head because they start back up and people won't get mad. I'm just, I'm just saying, minimum wage in Maryland, 1325. They're giving out almost 30K in Maryland at McDonald's if you work full time. End of discussion. And by the way, even if they give you part time hours at McDonald's, go get four, go get, never mind. If they, if they only get, if they only giving you a four hour shift, just go pick up three more. Never mind. That required them to do math for you and get another job. You want them to do work? I just told you you gotta be in the club. Look at that. <laughs> Never mind that Taco Bell is open to, to what three? You know what I'm saying? Listen. Yeah, Taco Bell cookout checkers. Yeah, yeah I mean, listen, look. listen, no, because that's club time. I how dare I go work? You know what I mean? I gotta be at the club because that's how I'm gonna meet my meet my person. You know what I'm saying? You can work six to <laughs> you can work six to two at McDonald's. That's eight hours, by the way. You can then work, uh, what is it, eight to four, set seven to three. So, you know, two to seven is five. You'll get your nap, you're good to go. Yeah. If you max it out, though, you really work. I mean, it's 25. Yeah, you can work a lot. Yeah, you can, you can work a lot. Probably work I mean, you got to sleep. I mean, you don't have to sleep. You can nap technically. But, anyways, <laughs> you can work a lot yeah. of hours. Yeah. As a side note to end, the reason most people have money because most people don't inherit it is because they worked a lot to get it. They just didn't consistently work. They had to, they had to generate more income just from the quote unquote normal nine to five. I just want to give y'all didn't know that, that that's how it is. For those of you who got the 40 K in income and hundred K in student loan debt, you need to go make some more money. That's the answer to your problems. That's the, you can't just keep working. your nine to five. It's giving you 40 K to pay off hundred K. I think it was what 80% of billionaires did not inherit money. They, you know, yeah. It's 80%. Generate. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. Yeah. Get off your ass. That's a, all right. You gotta wrap it up. Let's go. All right, no, no, now we're cussing. Let's go, That's let's why. Go, let's, go, let's go. Let's go. Nope, nope, nope. Because I remember this. Say more and say less. <laughs> I was gonna. Say, this is the last thing. No, no, what, no, no. We, what we normally do, y'all, is Jordan and I will just end the stream, and then we'll, we'll just we'll just keep talking like we're doing now. So we just giving you we just giving y'all the behind the scenes. This is the before and after. Oh my goodness! But all right, y'all. Remember to say more and say less, and keep making better your best. And I we will catch y'all in the. Next one. Let's go.